Somebody who looks like Ernie Keebler, kind of. It was Miley Cyrus. Remember that I, I told you guys that Metallica's got this new album coming out. It's called The Blacklist. They, they got a whole box set dedicated to the Black Album. And The Blacklist now is 52 artists covering all the songs on The Black Album. This is the only one I could get my hands on. Believe you me, I want to hear Darius Rucker do that song. I want to hear that one, Countrified. Yeehaw! Jesus. Mary and Joseph. Uh, I sent it to Tommy yesterday when I find it because I, I don't know a much bigger Metallica fan than Tommy. And I, I texted it to him and we were talking a, about a couple things. And it says, uh, but <laughs> and he goes, but that Miley Cyrus thing sucks balls. So needless to say, he did not care for it as much. I, I didn't like it either. I have to say that, that I only listened to the first verse and I wanted to save it for the show. That that was not good. I, I, I have to be honest here. In, in my years, that wasn't good. And Yo-Yo Ma is on it and the drummer from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Robert Trujillo's playing bass on it. I, I, I didn't care for it. I, I, I just have to say it. Sorry, Metallica. Uh, let's get some good mornings out of the way, shall we? Straight Fire, good morning, everyone. I love this show. Thank you, Straight Fire. We got a video coming from you next. Uh, Doug says, good morning, ass family. Ah, shit, it's Friday Eve. How about that? Yeah, how about that? Hangtown Jen. I, Hangtown Jen, you're a huge Metallica fan. What did you think of the Miley cover? She's probably sulking at her desk right now going, how dare you do that to me? I did not do that to you. I wanted to show you that it was out there. There was no spitefulness with that version of the song on my part. 
Uh, Hangtown Gents says, good morning, ass family. It's Thursday, dressed up like a Friday and feeling it. Good. Alicia says, morning and happy Friday Eve, everyone. Uh, Tim says, good morning, ass family. My man Morgan DNA says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. What is happening, Morgan? How are you, my friend? Young Harm! Woo! Hey, Young Harm, you got the day off today. You ain't got to worry about coming up with any computer pictures for me because we ain't got nothing today. I did come up with Monday's Mount Rushmore, though. I'll tell you more about that a little bit later. Uh, Tim says, I'd like to hear the Chris Stapleton version. Yeah, I, I, I would, too, with a gun in my mouth. I, I, don't, I don't like him. I'm not a big Chris Stapleton guy. Just, I'm not. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Dave Coe says, yeah, I made it to hump Thursday. Well, dude, that's not a thing. That, 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 no. Uh, Hootie sings the Black Album. Yikes. <laughs> Kale. So they have 52 artists, and each one does the whole album. No, no, no. Each artist has a song assigned to them. Like, like, and, and that's why you're going to get multiple versions of Nothing Else Matters. Chris Stapleton's doing it, Hootie's doing it, and Miley, and there's some other people. I don't have the list in front of me now. It Look, it looks like hogwash. That's all it, it, that, that's all it, it, it Hashtag money grab. That, 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 I, I said it. I, that, there you go. I said it. Uh, Braddy Kid, good morning. Well, Braddy Kid, I hope you have a great day today. Douglas says, fucking Mixler's cutting out. God damn it, Mixler. And Ghost in Nevada says, morning, y'all. Now, I, I promised, uh, Straight Fire sent me this video. Liz, oh, shit, everything's gone now? God damn it. Uh, and he titled it Racha. So it, I guess it's a couple of gals. Oh, it couldn't be. Oh, wait, 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 wait. It won't play now. I don't want to download it. Do, it. do I want to download it? I'll download it. Let's see. What I mean, the worst that could happen. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, he's watching it on a TV somewhere. Get a better route. Okay, there's a couple. Uh, oh, oh, wow. This oh, my oh, God. Gosh. This black gal's just beating the hell out of another gal. I'm not going to do their commentary. Oh, man. There's a knee right to the face. Man, we got panties hanging out. Good Lord. Okay, she, she backed off her. Oh, God damn. There was a kick to the face. Good God. Good God, she kicked her right in the face. And now a dog has come in. Oh, the dog is nipping at the short-haired woman. Oh, my God, the dog is the dog is outside interference. The long-haired lady has taken over and is back to the kicks. Good God Almighty, the dog is now biting the short-haired woman. Right in front of a dead end sign. And now they're talking to each other, telling them to go their separate ways. You go that way, I'll go this way. Wait a second, you're going with me. Wham! Wham! I'm going to grab your hair. Wham! 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 Oh, this is a beating like I've never seen before, ass family. Whew. Now they're resting on a, a, a limo's hood. I'm sure the, the people that have the limo are really happy about that. Have we done a Mount Rushmore of WWE Divas yet? Sable, Trish Stratus, Lita, and I don't care. No, I, I, we have. I, I mean, I'll look into it. I don't like any of them. Oh, my God, the dog is back. The dog is attacking. Cujo, sit down. Oh, that dog does not like this short-haired woman or her green backpack. Now they have, they have gone their separate ways. And they weren't black women. It looked like they was Hispanic gals, just the way the angle of the camera was. Whoo. Man, oh, man. Straight fire. Thank you for that one. That was good stuff right there. That was a beating. That was a beating and a half. 
Um, we do have a real story that happened this morning. Uh, still developing. Ladies and gentlemen, news. can I please have your attention? Not I've starting just to been show you. No, an no, urgent no, 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 and no. horrifying I tell news you about story, this. and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Uh, 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 uh. Tim says, "Well, that was quick." No, I, let me look into it this weekend, Tim. I promise, I'll look into it this weekend. Uh, a Surfside Miami Dade building collapses. Honestly, it looks like the front of the Oklahoma City bombing building. There's a building, uh, there, there were witnesses from across the street said it sounded like a train and an earthquake at the same time. The building is on Collins Avenue, according to Surfside Police. Uh, prices in the apartment building were six to seven hundred thousand dollars. There, there's so many missing people already. Uh, this is a horrible story. Uh, it, it's continuing right now. Police and firefighters are still trying to rescue people from the rubble. They have no idea why this happened. So I, I just wanted to get that out there right away before we even start doing any kind of show. But we haven't started the show yet because i got to talk about a couple of things. Yesterday, whew, I'm going to save yesterday. I'm going to save yesterday for a minute. Uh, this morning, this morning, uh, I saw the preview for the new Disney Plus series, Turner and Hooch. Now, when I got my first French Mastiff, Thor, they gave me a copy of Turner and Hooch. Now, if you've never seen Turner and Hooch, you better, this, this, fuck you, it's 30 years old. The fucking dog gets shot and dies. It's fucking horrible. It's a gut-wrenching movie. This isn't like John Bel- or Jim Belushi's canine where the dog lives. Sorry, spoiler alert there, too. The fucking dog dies. I remember seeing that as a kid. I was a fucking mess. I hate when bad things happen to dogs. And I was like, why did you give me this movie with this dog? And they laughed. I didn't think it was funny. Uh, but the new one, and I've been very, very, I, I, I really did like that movie, even though Tom Hanks is in it. Ooh, Mount Rushmore movie dogs. That's not a bad idea. You want me to tell you what Mondays I'm thinking is going to be? It's going to be Clint Eastwood movies. Clint Eastwood characters. That's what we're doing Monday. Tim, you happy? We got it out there. There it is. Clint Eastwood's coming out on Monday. That's what we're going to do. I like that idea, though. Dogs, movie dogs. Hold on. Let me let me, let me get my, my writing stuff here. Let me write that one down. Divas and dogs. Divas and... Famous dog. We'll we'll just do famous. Benji, Spuds McKenzie, all those. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. That's a good one. That is a real good one, actually. Um, but yeah, so I watched the trailer for the new season of this. So this is the story. The cop in the movie is Tom Hanks' alleged son. Couldn't they couldn't get his son to actually do the movie? I mean, that would have made sense, but okay. I don't know who the actor is. I, I've seen him before, but nobody big. And they did use a French Mastiff. And the story is, is that Scott Turner, that was Tom Hanks' name, has passed away. 
And before he died, he adopted a dog that reminded him a lot of Hooch. I don't know why I get choked up over that movie, but I I guess it's because I have a big, stupid French Mastiff, Bubba. And this show could be called Turner and Bubba. That's how big this dog is. I mean, he's, he's, he's as big as Bubba. If I had Disney, I would watch this show. I, I, I have Fire Stick, so I am going to end up watching this show. I like I like the preview a lot, so there you go. Now, let's get to yesterday, shall we? And something we're going to do, just as long as we don't invite Michael Vick to the dog death match. No shit. Yesterday was one of those days that really, really stroked the ego, if you will. I was feeling terrible. My stomach's all fucked up. I just had a rotten morning. I was not feeling good. Got done with this show. And I'd noticed something. I was getting a lot of alerts on my phone. Now, you know I've been fucking around with this whole TikTok thing, right? People can make money doing TikTok. And I can promote the show that way doing TikTok. And that's pretty much why I do it. That's the only reason why I do any kind of social media is to promote this. One of the jokes that I told yesterday, obviously it got into the algorithm somehow. Thank God. Uh, because now I can do live videos on there. It, it, you, they have a rule that says you have to have at least 1,000 followers to do a live video. Okay. And I was sitting at about 150, 170. You know, I'm just doing my jokes. I'm not really promoting anything. All of a sudden, yeah, Richard, I just did that story. Did you just turn in? I, I started the show with that. Yeah, I saw that building collect, doesn't it? It looks like... It looks like the Oklahoma City building that was blown up. I don't know how a building just collapses like that. I can't wait to see what the truth is behind all that. But yes, yes, Richard, I did see that. And I noticed yesterday that people were watching the video. It was obviously in the algorithm because, I mean, look, it's a good joke. You know, why do trees never call emo kids? Because emo kids keep hanging up on them. <laughs> I mean, it's a good joke, right? I did that joke yesterday about 7.45 local time, my time in Texas. So 5.45 your time. It had a case of fluoritis, <laughs> the building. Uh, last night at 8 o'clock, my time, 6 o'clock, like 12 hours later, Over 300,000 people have watched that video. And my numbers went from 150 followers to almost, I will surpass, 4,000 today. I'm getting close to an influencer range. Cha-ching. So, this morning, uh, during this first segment of the show, I am going to do my first TikTok live video on the air with you guys. I've got something very special planned. So we've got to get through all this crap. We've got to actually start the show, and then we can do this and do that. Remember, tomorrow, yeah, at least I I was really pumped about it. Like, I honestly, it was a huge boost to the ego yesterday. I was like, fuck. Now. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
what makes it so good for me is that, see, now I can, I can sell the joke online. I can say these jokes are sponsored by XYZ Cleaners. And look at that. Now I have, now I have proof. Oh, really? I, I have 300 people, 300,000 people a day looking at my videos. Bam. Very happy about that. That makes it a lot easier to sell. And I don't have a lot of confidence in my selling. I, I just don't. But, hey. I'm working on it. All right. We ready to start the show? We ready to get mad at a few things? Because, man, this first story. I, 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 I don't understand the world anymore, ass family. I don't. Educators condemn $1 million dismantling racism in mathematics. Program funded by Bill Gates, which tells teachers not to push students to find correct answers. Because right answers promote white supremacy. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Right answers promote white supremacy? Educators around the U.S. have come out to condemn the dismantling racism in mathematics program. It centers around a workbook which asserts that asking students to find the right answer for problems is harmful for minorities. Are you trying to tell me that 2 plus 2 equals 4 is racist now? Congratulations to all you fucking woke, emo, I don't give a fuck what you are. You have finally done the impossible for you. You have completely jumped the shark. Critics say to it actually reinforces negative stereotypes and drives wedges between students according to their race. Huh? Andrew, you're confused. He says, so are they trying to say that being white is right? I'm so confused. I have no idea. The workbook's ultimate message is clear. Black kids are bad at math. So why don't we just excuse them from really learning it, one critic said. Huh? You're not going to learn math? Are you out of your ever-loving fucking mind? Math is now racist. No, he's saying minorities are stupid. I mean, one of the two. I mean, Bill Gates is either super duper fucking racist or I'm I'm just not getting it. Districts are using this workbook in Georgia, Ohio, oh, shocking, California, and Oregon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So when I failed so many classes in high school, I was just being anti-racist. I I guess so. What? Is this a a pathway to equitable math instruction? Dismantling racism in mathematics instruction. How is math racist? 
Wait, 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 wait. How is math racist? You don't want to teach black kids. Look, I'm going to be stereotypical right now, and I don't give a fuck. There aren't a lot of black guys that I've ever seen that are bad at math. To know the difference between an ounce and two ounces, a dime bag, a nickel bag, motherfuckers got to be able to count, don't they? Do you want to, Bill Gates, do you want kids killed in the hood? Well, it's a good thing Bill Gates cashed out of Microsoft because he he slit that company's throat by coming down the next generation of tech workers. This is coming from people who think certain communities struggle to get IDs. Not surprised. Wait, I know how math is racist. White people use math to count the number of black people they were enslaving. See, there now we can cancel math. I, I, I am so lost. Even though they're using it, California state board members recently voted against it. But they're still going to use it. Even though they voted against it, they're going to use it. Oh, here's, here's some other states. Here's some fine other states. Uh, okay, but critics claim it is unnecessarily divisive and teaches children that they are either victims or oppressors from an early age. Because 2 plus 2 equals 4, they're uh, an oppressor. Georgia joined Florida, Tennessee, Oklahoma, Montana, and Idaho, banning the teaching good. Texas, Arizona, Iowa, Missouri, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, West Virginia are about to. Meanwhile, Oregon Department of Education hosted a seminar on it. The concept, I want you guys to listen to this. I need some smart people here. The concept of mathematics being purely objective is unequivocally false. Do what? It's fa- two plus two doesn't equal four. That that's not false. Okay, I, we aren't talking about calculus and trig and all that kind of stuff, because there are theories that work. And then it's proven, you know, like science. I thought we were supposed to follow the science, but we're not even listening to math. How in the fuck can Democrats go around and yell at people to follow science and then teach kids math like this? You're not going to know how to follow science. Oh, wait a second. All they're saying is follow science. That means listen to us. Are you afraid that the younger generation will figure out how you coerced the last election? Great. My kids are fucked. I live in Oregon. God, young harm. I'm so sorry. See, this is, I say it all the time, and I, I, and, and, and I, you guys that have kids, man, you guys are superheroes. I never had kids, didn't want kids, because I, I tell you this right now. This would have been a school board meeting that probably would have gotten me arrested. Not a lot is certain in life, but what is certain is 2 plus 2 equals 4. 2 plus 2 equals racism. I'm not going to go with that one, Douglas. 
this is why it's so, I, and I know it's a pain in the ass and it sucks. I know that it's time consuming and that's why my parents never did it. And I saw, I, I saw it. They didn't want to waste their time going to fucking PTA meetings, but that was before the world was a fucking nut house. Now you got to go. You got to go. You got to find out what they're teaching their ki- your kids. You got to find out what this district thinks is okay. Arnie, I would be right there with you on with blood on my knuckles. Oh, I, 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 I'm just saying right now, you've got to be fucking kidding. I, I know that we joked about it earlier. I didn't know it was already in place that they were talking about how math is racist. I thought that was just kind of a ha, ha, ha. They're actually teaching this to kids now? So what you're saying then is that, and I'm going to be racist along with the racism. Asian people are racist? Well, I assume Asians are good at math. So Asians are racist. Is this a group going after Asians to stop all this talk of anti-Asian bashing? Like, like this is such a... a, This is the world that you create when you allow shit to happen like we allowed to happen in November. Do you remember what we talked about the weeks after the election? I mean, we were all crying and all things like that. And why I said this is a presidency that you have to worry about, but not really. I mean, we do. We seriously do, because it is our country. Jesse just texted me, we are literally living the movie Idiocracy. I know, right? And everybody said we were living that in Trump. No! The, the idiocracy in 1984, that persists to now, you dumb motherfuckers. And I ain't talking about you asking. I'm talking about the dumb motherfuckers that think that, that mathematics and race racism have anything to do with each other. You can't have Asian hate if you have no Asians. Uh, I thank God I live in a small rural community that can fight this shit. Amen. And you're going to say, I, man, I, you know, as much as parents didn't like fucking educating their kids, I would fucking be homeschooling my kids right now like a motherfucker. I look at it like this. Ask family, you keep teaching your kids math. The right math. Okay. It's like the first night I ever walked on a stage to do stand-up. When I saw what my competition was, and they're up there holding pages, reading them for the audience, and nobody's listening, and nobody laughed, I got laughs, and I memorized it. Why? Because that's what you do. You're a pro. you got to be a pro when you go on stage. But what I did was I sized up my competition, and I said, if those people are my competition, they'll never be competition to me. Your kids who are good at math will have zero problems getting jobs. Because, look, look, we can all sit here and yell and scream and all this kind of stuff, and the idiots on the other side can cry and wet their pants and say, math is racist. In the real world, math is gold. Okay? (laughs) I mean... 
I mean, if we, if they weren't for math, then then fraud would be pretty rampant, wouldn't it? Buenos dias, Adam J. Me amigo. How are you, my friend? How's Mexico? Treating you aight? We're just going over how uh, math is now racist. Yes. Unequivocally false, too. Yeah, yeah, math, uh, math being objective is unequivocally false. Remember that. Teacher quits school after, wait, 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 hostile, wait, let's see what this gal has to say, this teacher quit, over hostile culture. Today I am resigning from a job that I love. My name is Dana Stangle Plow. I became an English teacher at Dwight Englewood School seven years ago because as a parent I loved how the school both nurtured and challenged my own children. But over the past few Pussies. years, the school has embraced an ideology that is damaging to our students' intellectual and emotional growth. An ideology that requires students to see themselves not as individuals, wow. but as representatives. Wow, there, 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 there's something in here, like in, the, in their mantra. It says you need to grapple with whiteism. Or oppressed group. This theoretical framework... White and Jewish, white and queer, white and woman, white and working class. As a result... Students now arrive in my classroom accepting ideology simply as fact. I've seen up close how this hinders their ability to read, write, think. and think. They've become obsessed with power hierarchies. I teach students who recoil from a poem because it was written by a man. I teach students who approach text and search. They recoil because the poem was written by a man. This scares them? Oh, my God. China is just licking their chops to take us over. Wow. Good for that lady to fucking quit. Jesus on a fucking ham sandwich. I like that one. That one's a good one. Jesus on a ham sandwich. What the... I just... I don't even know what to say anymore, people. I feel... Look, man... You parents, you guys got it rough. I, I, I ain't lying. I ain't lying. You have the hardest job already in the world because you're raising adults. And now you have adults telling you everything that you learned, that your, your mama learned, your grandmama learned, your grandmama's mama, your grandmama's mama's mama, and so on. All this math has been nothing but overt racism. I think I'm going to start learning Mandarin so I'm ready when the Chinese invade. All you got to do is call John Cena's sorry fucking ass. Christopher, you here? Christopher! Let's see, I'm going through the list here. Oh, is he not here today? Damn it. I need to email him. Christopher, I'm going to need you to see that new Fast and Furious because I, I I can't do it. I just can't do it. And The Rock ain't in this one, so there's no reason for me to see this one. Come and get it, China. We don't even want it anymore. Amen. Uh, Hot Mama says, happy Friday Eve ass. We'll write back at you. Now, now I know that we're, we're, we're talking about the Chinese taking us over, so uh, if they already haven't, <laughs> 
By the way, by the way, we're still working on how did COVID start? Was it leaked out of the lab? Look, look. Between us, if you just fess up to it being leaked out of the lab, I'll buy it. I, I, I'll take that, that it was an accident. That's all I need. That's all I need to hear is it was an accident. And, yeah, there are going to be a lot of people go, no, it was real. It was a Look, no, I just want some truth here. Yesterday, a headline came out that says China deleted COVID-19 data in a cover-up. I mean, I can't say that I'm shocked or appalled, but real quick, uh, it's China. Why are you believing anything that they tell you? They infiltrated us years ago and taking us down from within so we don't fight. We just fight each other. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's so dumb that that stories are coming out about this lab, about the money that was spent, the shit they're working on, some of the really dangerous shit they're working on, and you blame it on a bat. This is the worst. I, I, I'm officially saying that's a lie. It, it, it's stamped official. Saying that it came from a bat is an outright lie. Just some rogue bat from a cave somewhere flew in the middle of Wuhan, China, bit somebody, fucked somebody's sandwich, and then they ate it. That's a lie. It's from that lab. Oh, no. Hangtown Jen. Jen. You missed the Miley, Miley Cyrus version of Nothing Else Matters this morning. And I promised I'd never play it again. Oh, my gosh. If I have the story, I'll, I'll, I'll try to send you the link so you can get it. But, yes, we played the new Miley Cyrus cover from the Blacklist cover album of her doing Nothing Else Matters. And I really wanted to get your take. Attention. God damn it. Uh, Tim says, consider yourself lucky, Jen. My ears still haven't stopped bleeding. Okay. Let's see something here. Uh, Let's go to my emails. Oh, wait. It's near the top. Unless I already erased it. Might have erased it. Damn it. Oh, wait. No, there it is. Okay. Oh, man, how can I? Oh, forward. Ah, hmm. uh, let's see. Well, you know what, Jen, I'll send it to you later. I, I can't do this. God damn it. Fucking A, that's it. I quit. Who needs benefits anyways? No, you need benefits. Don't quit. Um, The idea that that, and we have leaders now that are, are sitting there across the tables or talking to these people on telephones or teleconferences or on video chats. I don't know. And they're sitting there going, oh, okay, we'll, we'll buy that. Are you fucking kidding me, man? Man, come on. 
Yes, Metallica's Nothing Else Matters. Yes, that one. Here, hold on a second. I'm going to get, hold on. Let let me do this for Jen because this is going to bother me. And I'm sorry, everybody. Here you go. Jen, don't say I never gave you anything. There you go. You got to scroll down. You get past the list of, like, Corey Taylor's doing Holier Than Now. Country singer John Party is doing Wherever I May Roam. Ugh. Uh, Chris Stapleton and Darius Rucker are both doing a version of Nothing Else Matters. So there. Oh, shit. Now she done across the line. And you know I love me some Miley. But don't fuck with my... I, I know. That's why I did that. I, I did it first. I did that as a lead-in song to the show, and I would hope you were listening. All right. So there you go. The idea that this started from some random bat somewhere, just stop it. Stop buying their bullshit. If they ain't going to tell you the truth, just hang up the phone. Turn the video off. Stop texting them. <laughs> the who doing sad but true is pretty good. Uh, the HU? I don't know. Uh, all right, so, yeah, China's lying still. There's a shocker. Boy, something big happened yesterday. I, I got to say that I this one this story caught me off guard in California. NPR finds that Gavin Newsom misled and overstated California's wildfire prevention efforts. NPR is about as liberal as you can get. NPR calling out the libtard that is Gavin Newsom. (whistles) By the way, the research finds about this, uh, get ready, California, due to a lot of drought, especially in the northern part of the state and all over the state, This is going to be a bad fire season from what everybody says. So Gavin Newsom having a bad fire season, knowing predictors will come to him and things, he cut $150 million from Cal Fire's wildfire prevention budget. Are you... is he trying to get more Californians killed? Do we do we not remember that the city that burned to the ground? Paradise? It burned to the ground. Yeah, I saw that story, V Coop, about people saying that the water tastes like dirt and now CNN saying to add lemon to the water. No, I, Alicia, I understand that, that every year it's a broken record. They're saying this year is going to be a record-breaking year. They're worried about that. Um, the investigation found Newsom overstated by an astounding 690% the number of acres treated with fuel breaks. God damn. 
Well, you know, he hates this story a day after. He says, ah, we're going to pay all your back rent. Vote for me. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. Ogre, if you go down to one of my posts, you can also listen to the Miley Cyrus version of Nothing Else Matters. And I know this is selfish, but really not looking forward to another summer living in Nevada under a blanket of California fire smoke. Wanted to actually enjoy the sun this year. What an asshole. Gavin deserves death in the most painful, agonizing way possible. Yeah, yeah, that would be living in his home state. I I know the politicians are, are scumbags. And look, we've had plenty of scumbags here in the state of Texas. I don't understand how somebody who could be proud to be from a state could do that to a state. To leave this state so vulnerable as he has now. Uh, Supposedly Gavin Newsom is having a contest with Cuomo. See how many residents of the state there can kill. Gavin is anting things up by killing them by fire. Now, will they die by fire, or will will they say it was COVID? Oh my God, he's charred to death. Well, test him for COVID. If he had COVID, the COVID started. The COVID caused that. COVID could cause spontaneous combustion. Man, oh man. I, I always hate, I, I hated the wildfires. Obviously, nobody likes it. It's fucking terrible. You can't breathe. At least you don't smell the cum trees. But God damn. So good luck. I'm not trying to be a dick or flipping. Just good luck this year. And you know, PG&E, they're going to fucking turn off the electricity when one of these fires starts. First thing the next governor should do for California is this, aside lower taxes. Uh, the governor of California has got to go to PG&E and say, stop it. Look, it was your fault that that town burnt down. Don't take it out on the rest of the people in this state. If you do, well, then, you know what, we'll find somebody else. Because it, it, it's ridiculous. I remember last summer, people were, I was still living there until, what, August? And I left before they turned out a bunch of electricity. I mean, people need their electricity. They have, and and it's not as easy as saying, go get a generator for some people. I thought about my dad in that situation. He wasn't alive, and I thank God for that because it would have probably killed him. He's on, he had COPD, and there's a lot of people that have breathing apparatuses and things like that. And those things, the machines they use in their homes are run on, that's right, you guessed it, everybody, electricity. At that time, look, I I was living in California, dad was in Nevada, so I could have made it happen if I really needed to for him, if if something like this happened. But imagine if I didn't live near him. You got an 83-year-old man and his girlfriend who was like 88 and a fucking bitch. Who's going to pick up that generator for? 
Who's going to pull the cord? I don't know if they still have pull cords or if it's just a push start. I'm not sure. Look at that. Tim in Grass Valley says, my mom lives in Grass Valley and her well runs on electricity. If they turn off her power during a firestorm, she can't even turn on a fucking garden hose. Exactly. And to me, that's criminal. I, I think if they do that, anybody dies. The, look, man, they had a part to play in it. Maybe manslaughter. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I just, I, I, I'm, I, I, I know I'm going to sound naive and stupid right now. Maybe this is the 8-year-old in me, or the 11, because I started drinking at 11, and usually that's when you stop maturing. So my 11-year-old side comes out and says, I thought these people that ran for office wanted to make things better for us. That's what I always thought as a kid. I don't know if I've ever really seen it. I'm including Trump in there. Look, Trump was one of the more successful presidents of my lifetime, but I I can't single him out. Definitely not singling out Obama. I I remember the one time a president ever made me feel safe was Ronald Reagan when the Soviet Union fell. That was, I felt safe for a while. And I felt like this guy really does, he cares about us. Now, I'm not saying he's the one, but uh, you just look at these leaders and you go, how can you do this? I, I know I'm being naive. I, I, and I know the answer to that question, I can do this, it's money or power or money and power. I get it. I totally get it. But man, is that fucked up. That is so fucked up. I hate it. Tim says, my mom dies in fire because of these assholes. You're going to see my ass on the fucking news, I promise you. Hey, man. Same can be said if that would have happened to my dad. Oh, if something that Steve Suck-a-Dick did, yeah, and it caused my dad to die, oh, we, we, we'd be squabbling. Yeah, there, there, there would be issues. Not saying I'm doing anything to him, just don't want to get in trouble. I'm just saying that we would have we we would have some at least words. By the way, did everybody see this yesterday? Oh my dear Lord in heaven. Wait, where where the hell is it? Kamala Harris is going to the border. Did everybody hear? Maybe maybe, maybe we need sound effects here. How about we do that again? Kamala Harris is going to the border. That no. I just said, look, I saw the headline yesterday and I saw it and I laughed and I said, okay, we'll do the story. I didn't read the story. Vice President. Kamala, the Indian giant Harris, is set to visit the U.S.-Mexico border this Friday. 
in El Paso. Yeah, that's a busy border, but have have you thought about going to the one in the southern part? Really? Harris has come under heavy criticism from Republicans and some Democrats being appointed 91 days ago and then visiting Guatemala. By the way, Trump came out. It's so funny to listen to him now as a private citizen who will probably be running for office either next year or in two years, three years, whatever. They're only going there because I was going there. I I don't do a Trump, so I can't do it. He and Governor Wheels are supposed to go there sometime next week. And old Kamala, the Indian giant, she came out and said, no, I'm going to be there on Friday. Now, is it me? Am I being a snob here? Am I being a snob that I don't think it's right that she's going to the El Paso border? Like, like when you, you don't think of El Paso, when, when you hear the Texas-Mexico border, you think about the southern part of the state, don't you? I wonder if there will be people protesting her with signs that say, Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Oh, man. That's just good stuff right there. I tell you what. Mm -mm -mm. I I guess I'm a Texas snob because that just doesn't make sense to me. Okay. She's going to El Paso for outlet stores and sneak across the border to get some Paper mache mariachi frogs and a Baja hoodie. <laughs> Joe, Joe wants a velvet painting. <laughs> uh, can you get me uh, uh, an El Camino? By the way, did everybody? What, what the hell is happening? All my goddamn stories here. Why are they untitled now? Hold the phone. See that? Oh, God damn it. And they're not fucking highlighted either. Why not? Okay. Oh, man. We, we've got a fun game to play here. Oh, hold on a second here. You make the call. All right. Ass family. Dude, can you send me that clip? I want it as my ringtone. Uh, I can try. Let me wait. Let me, let me. Douglas, hit me up near the end of the show. Douglas. Ringtone. And you want the splurge at the end, too, right? She's going there because she promised the president of Mexico a private donkey show. Maybe get a butterfly knife, you know, buy some chiclets while she's there. All right, so it's time for you to... You make the call. The White House isn't sure what they're going to do after the potential evacuation of 18,000 
Afghan translators who went into battle with American troops and are now being, or they're facing being murdered by the Taliban when our troops leave. So ask family, I'm going to give you the Jeopardy music here in just a second, but you've got to make the call. Do these 18,000 translators who helped our troops, do you allow them to come into the America? The, the America. Do you allow them to come into the United States of America? Kale, uh, oh, wow, Kale found the clip. Kale, all you need to do now is find a clip of a splurge, and you can put that together. So... These, uh, these translators that helped our military over there, should we give them asylum or should they fend for themselves? see uh service guarantee citizenship i say bring them over that's tim richard says give them a pathway to american citizenship alicia says asylum and arnie says asylum as well. b coop says asylum in omar's district in in minnesota <laughs> uh straight fire says i don't know the facts well, the only facts i have the only thing i have is that eighteen thousand translators Ooh, EGB3 says, can't trust them, leave them there. Vet them first, then assign. Ooh, Scott, that's a great one. They'll probably, one, try to get in uh, to Europe, sneak into America and be held in limbo, be ignored, murdered, and the response will be uh, one of sadness and blaming someone else. The U.S. doesn't give a flying fuck about these people who helped them. And then later wonder why other nations don't trust us. It's more broken promises like we've done over and over. Ideally, they should get asylum, but I doubt anything meaningful will happen. Ogre, you just you just saved my own thought there. Honestly, these people deserve at least, and maybe they were vetted enough being translators in the military. Maybe vet all the military guys these people were around. Say, is this guy okay? this gal okay? But sadly, we're going to do what America always does. These people helped America, okay? In a valuable way because they kept troops alive. Now, I'm not saying that making a bed or... Cutting the lawn isn't important here in America. But I think these people get to jump the line a little bit, don't you? I'm afraid, but what Ogre says is that they're going to get passed over. And they're either going to have to come here illegally through Europe and then through Mexico probably. Because why would you keep them there? Those people there want to kill them. 
This is not a war that we have necessarily won. People over in Afghanistan aren't on our side. There's still the Taliban there. ISIS is still there. Hamas is still there. And all word has to do is get out that you help the Americans and you and your family are dead because those people are savages. Oh, don't give me any oh arnies on this bullshit. I am tired of treating these people, these animals, because I, 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 I hesitate to call them people. Because the way they treat their own people, that's animalistic. They're nothing more than animals over there. And not all of them. I'm not saying the entire Middle East. So, so don't get your panties in a bunch yet, Middle Easterners. The problem I've had since September the 12th, 2001. And if it's come out, please put, put it in front of me and, and make, give me attention to it. I have yet to ever hear anyone on the Muslim side, well, they said it's bad what they did and all that kind of thing. This is where you have to stand up to those people. The people in that country has to stand up to them. There's more of you. From what I understand, the Taliban terrorists, the, 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 the bad side of Muslims, everybody says all Muslims are bad. No, they aren't, okay? Okay? They aren't all bad. Some actually read the Quran and read what it's, it, it's just like Christianity. It's about 10%, oh, is it 10 or 5% of that religion is the whack jobs? The other 95%, well, why doesn't that 95% stand up against that other 5%? Because it makes that other 95% kind of look a little on the guilty side. Ogre says the Taliban is already retaking large swaths of Afghanistan and won't stop until they're retaking the entire nation. There is no way to win in Afghanistan, short of literal genocide. No nation has ever successfully taken over that area or for any meaningful amount of time. No. And by the way, that wasn't our job. That wasn't our mission to take them over. We wanted to, and this is the other thing that I hate about what they've done to our fine servicemen and women. They want to usher them into capitalism and freedoms and things like that. Even though they have existed peacefully most of the time for thousands of years going their own way. I understand the resistance to change. I equate it to this. When China eventually does come over and try to take us over, we're going to fight our fucking asses off. Now, are we going to win? I think we will. I think it would be a big mistake to come to America and fuck with us. And that's why nobody does it. Except cowards in planes. Uh, the only difference is over there, cancel means getting your head fucking cut off. Well, see, here's the thing. Tim, you and I know that. Those people over there know that. And they've lived that way for thousands of years. Why are we trying to change the way they live?
look, man, this whole idea, like, that was one of the funniest things ever. The first day, I think it was Egypt, they allowed women to drive. There was a news reporter there. And, and she saw the first lady who got the first driver's license get in a car, and she fucking backed into somebody. I can't make that stuff up. That's just too funny. It's hard to stand up when you're dismantled and have families. The Kurds in Iraq wanted to stand up, and they were told by the U.S. that they'd get help. No help came. Saddam went nuts and slaughtered them. Lo and behold, years later, a lot of those Kurds joined ISIS, all because the U.S. writes checks that they can't cash. You want someone to stand up? Those fuckholes in charge here. Ogre, this is where you and I will differ. Who really came to our side in 1861? By the way, who was with us in 1776? We did it. We're told we're one of the weakest nations in the in the world. We defeated the British. We kicked the shit out of them. We did that. These people need to learn to stand up for themselves. I'm sorry if that's not in their DNA. I personally believe, and I don't believe that we should be isolationists or anything like that, that we should lend a helping hand when it comes to food and water and things like that. But when it comes down to a good old-fashioned gunfight, partner... You got to walk that street by yourself. Uh, the French helped a little bit. What in the in the Civil War? Uh, that's why you ask the servicemen and women uh, that they work with if they should be allowed to come here. They're just planting seeds to get us to cannibalize ourselves. We're getting divided from within. Biden is owned and working to take away guns from law-abiding citizens and turning us against each other. I truly fear that America's days are numbered. They are. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, fuck, the first story I did today was about how math is now racist. Um, I listened to this podcast by a Navy SEAL. He was a bunch of special force operators on. Uh, they speak so highly of their translators, they risk their lives, their family lives, in some cases, turning on their own families in the process. That's where I ask the question, where do they get it from? Because if they got it to turn on their own families in the process because they want to have a better life, then it is tangible that they have it. A uh, series of strategic retreats and a few major victories. The British were essentially worn down over the years, and the French stepped in once they concluded the war on America's side. Without the French, however, it would have taken longer. It's kind of like Vietnam. We got worn down and gave up. Okay. But we stood up for ourselves. Yeah, the French was helping. Okay. The French helped a little bit. Sure. But French didn't overtake England, did they? I, I don't know. I, I, when it comes to world history and shit like that, I don't know. But yes, these leaders that we have in our country right now are making us turn against one another. And they're using everything. The, the easiest thing. See, this is, I, and th- this is why I hate lo- comedians that do easy shit. It's called low-hanging fruit. And that's what they're going after. That's what these quote-unquote leaders are doing. 
They're going after the low-lying fruit, and that is racist. Call somebody a racist, they're done. Well, we've all kind of seen through that now. Not necessarily. Call them a racist. But the country is still turning on itself. The last leader who was in charge didn't help with it. I, I have to say, I have to say Donald Trump didn't help with any of that. He didn't help turn the country to where we're getting along with each other. This guy sure as fuck ain't going to do it. I don't know. I honestly don't know if it's not too late. If we've been fractured so much. If memory serves, it was Bill Maher who said, you're a racist, is the new version of I don't like you. Yeah, probably. And because Bill Maher is seeing it. The cancel culture is making true Democrats look bad. I don't know what happened. I, I don't know where it was, what year it was. If we didn't like something, we just wouldn't. Fucking go! If there was a pizza place, I, I had this conversation with Brady Kid. Uh, I hated Godfather's Pizza. Hated it. If it was my pick, to, my turn to pick pizza, I would never pick Godfather's. My parents always did pick it because it was a little bit more of a grown-up place. Because I want to go to either Pizza Hut or Pizza Inn. We had Pizza Inns here too. They're the same thing. Maybe the sauce was a little bit different. Big, greasy pizzas with video games in there. Your typical pizza joint. I wanted to go there, but my parents said, no, we're going to go to this other place. And the pizza was shit. My parents knew what they were doing. And our government knows exactly what they're doing. They're ripping us apart. Joe apparently never heard of guerrilla warfare in Vietnam. We were technically far superior to the VC, and yet they won. Yeah, I mean, it, you're absolutely right, Ogre. Once you start threatening your own population like Biden did, it only fuels more gun buying, more ammo hoarding. Yet another reason he's a verbal moron who should be muzzled unless he sticks 100% to the script. Godfather's a good, but it wasn't good down here. Man, straight fire, they won by wearing them down. They knew eventually the U.S. would get sick of the war and leave. So, giving up, uh, i.e. the VC won. Look, it's not a popular opinion, but I have to agree with it. And the way we treated those servicemen, some women, who came back from that war, deplorable, awful. People should be ashamed of themselves for the things they said to those service members. I try to always say thank you to military personnel because my dad was one. If I see somebody with a Vietnam veteran's hat on, I really go out of my way to try to say hello and thank you. Not because I'm a good person or I'm trying to brag or anything. Those people deserve to be treated a lot better than they were. In a war, they were not given a chance in. And the same goes for Korea. Korea, we can kind of call a draw, but not really. Because there is a North Korea still. So we really didn't win that one. 
didn't necessarily lose it. But once the Chinese got involved and, and they had this ever-flowing number of, uh, the United States said, no, we're not going to risk this many people. We're pulling out. And for fuck's sake, we've been in goddamn Middle East now for, what, 15 years almost? We don't believe in that wearing down shit anymore. Too many athletes in our military now. They can go on for 15 years fighting. I say, look, vet these these men and women translators. Give them a shot. I ain't got a problem with that. Um, Let's see. Next. Uh, oh, everybody see the story about John McAfee? The guy at the, the stadium where, where, where the Raiders play that was named after him? McAfee, the antivirus software genius. Apparently hung himself in a Spanish jail. Just hours after a court ruled he would be extradited to face federal charges in the United States of America. Uh, Amen to that. I had no idea my uncle was in Nam until about 15 years ago. Once the post 9-11, Zygus allowed vets to be proud. If people want to get mad, get pissed at the military-industrial complex and the fuckholes in Washington who got us involved in Vietnam to score political points and make tons of money. I couldn't have said any better. Holy shit, I just realized that this year will be 20 years, the anniversary. Yeah, it's going to be 20 years. Last night, uh, I, I was watching my TikTok blow up. We're about to do a video there. Uh, and I'm scrolling through there. And it was the first pitch, it, uh, the greatest first pitch that was ever thrown. And I, I started weeping a little bit. I started, tears were rolling down my face. And I know Braddy Kid and Alicia both gave me a picture of that night. I'm looking at them right now in my office. When, when George Bush came, George W. Bush came out and threw out that first pitch at Yankee Stadium, motherfucker stood on the fucking rubber. You can tell he's wearing he's wearing a bulletproof jacket. I don't give a fuck, which makes this even better. All kinds of stories about the catcher being a Secret Service guy. I don't know if that's true. Don't care. He comes up there, waves, gives a thumbs up, and then throws a fucking strike. God damn, if that doesn't get you hard for America, get out. That was fucking awesome. Now, back to this fucking McAfee guy. I'm going BS on McAfee. He said several times he wouldn't kill himself. Andrew, he had dirt on the Clintons. Uh, Yep. The first pitch by W still gives me chills. What balls on our president? That's a fucking Texan, people. You goddamn right. Oh, that makes me so proud. That moment makes me so proud as an American, even before a text. Have you ever seen the documentary on this guy? This guy's fucking nuts, man. This McAfee guy is, yeah, he's, he probably should have been in prison a long, long time ago. Uh, the Spanish newspaper says, oh, everything's pointing to a suicide. Okay, well, it's either something that, that, that 
Oh, oh, okay. Motherfucker had some dirt. He had some dirt. We ain't never going to get to the, we, we will never get to the end of this story. It will forever be he hung himself. <laughs> he ran for president in 2016. Jesus. What he's running from is the Western District of Tennessee in October for allegedly evading taxes on millions of dollars of income. Spanish headline was, No es bueno el suicido misterio. <laughs> I'm not saying he wasn't crazy, but I do agree he had dirt on somebody he shouldn't have. Well, is he on any of those flight logs? Because our, our gal, Gislene, she probably, uh, maybe she said something. You know. Bye-bye, Jizzlene, bye-bye. I got a better version. I got to re-record this. Bye-bye, Jizzlene, bye-bye. Think she's a little nervous today? Bye-bye, Jizzlene. Child rape ain't all that keen. Baby, baby, bye-bye, Jizzlene, bye-bye. All right, I can do that one better. Uh, There's a Secret Service guy in the field with Bush. He was dressed as one of the umpires. Oh, okay. He was one of the umpires. I had always heard the story was he was a catcher. Well, let's see. Uh, see. I bet that pitch even makes Putin hard. Fucking hey, You never heard about Putin talking any shit to Bush, did you? Mm -mm. (laughs) Mm-mm. There was a secret. Okay. I only know that because he was on the uh, in the running against Gary Johnson for libertarian ticket. Okay. So yeah, John McAfee. Well, at least he didn't die of some sort of terrible, I don't know, virus. Hey! hey. Ha-ha! <laughs> Woo! See, that's funny right there. That that shit right there. That gets you the big bucks. Those kind of jokes. Shady rays. Okay. Oh, sunglasses. Why pay expensive dollars? Why well, pay a lot for sunglasses? Well, because they're good. Don't be a dumb fucking wear them while you're jet skiing, asshole. Oh, here it is. Oh, my God. Holy shit. There they are at Yankee Stadium. All the fans moving in. up 10, 20, 50 deep. It's a mob scene outside. Let's go. All right. Come on. Fast forward. Let's get to it. Okay, there we go. There's a guy getting outfitted. His arm loose. And Derek Jeter comes up to him. This is awesome. Hey, Prez, how are you doing? Good, Derek. Good luck tonight. Thank you, sir. He said, say, I hear you're throwing out the first ball. So I just asked him if he was going to be throwing the first pitch from the mound or in front of the mound. The president said, I think I'll throw from the base of the mound. Jeter said, I wouldn't do that if I were you, Mr. Damn right. And I told him, uh, you better throw it from the mound, otherwise you're going to get booed. I said, "This, this is Yankee Stadium. I said, okay, I'll throw from the mound. And he's walking out, and he looks over his shoulder, and he says, don't bounce it. They'll do you. <laughs> and so the pressure all of a sudden, I mean, I'm sitting there kind of fairly relaxed and feeling fairly loose, and the great Derek Jeter, don't bounce it. They'll boo you. And all of a sudden, the pressure mounted. The president of the United States. I'd never felt what I'd felt before when I walked out of that dugout. I felt the raw emotion. Of I the tell you what, when that moment happened, I was harder than Superman's kneecap. The crowd just erupts in a chant of USA. 
There is nothing like it that I've ever experienced at a ball game. It, it was overwhelming. It was just overwhelming. President Bush is standing out there like a brick wall. I'm not afraid of terrorists. I'm going to stand all out here. I'm going to give you a thumbs up. And I'm going to throw a strike. Fuck it. I didn't vote for him, but at that point, my personal feelings about him as a politician is gone. I watched him, and he was my representative, and I had never felt that way before. Very nice throw, Mr. President. Good stuff. Good stuff. Shut up, Bob Brentley. At that moment, everybody there was there for baseball and to show the world that in spite of what can happen to us, we'll pull ourselves together, and what is our life and our way of life will continue. United. There you go. Wow. Remember when baseball was something that captivated the nation? It's fucking gone now, I'll say. I mean, even the play, it doesn't even hold the, the players' captivation anymore. These new rules, what they've done to baseball, fucking stupid. Just ridiculous. I gotta dry my eyes out. Yeah. Someone's cutting onions in the house. Oh, man. He was killed by one coronavirus, <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh, man. That just, wow. You know, the sad part is that was 20 years ago. That's probably the closest we'll ever be as a nation ever again was that night. If Al Gore was president, he would have tossed 10 feet and then fondled a cock. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, you remember that story about that girl suing uh, the school district? Oh, I got to find the Supreme Court. Where, where's Supreme Court? Supreme Court let me down a little bit yesterday. I got I got to say I'm a little bummed out. I don't think that they did their job personally. And I'll give you my uh, opinion on it. Supreme Court sides with cheerleader 8 to 1 ruling a great victory for free speech. An enormous victory for social media. So the, the story was about a high school girl who was a cheerleader who had Snapchat and was shown that swearing is not only a sign of intelligence but helps alleviate pain. So she's on this Snapchat uh, where she goes, fuck school, fuck softball, fuck cheer, fuck everything. Now, she apologized, but they suspended her from cheerleading for a year. The Supreme Court said, yeah, she has every right to do that. It's her free speech. It was her Snapchat that she put it on. Now, I guess that means she has to become a cheerleader now? Uh, These three features were much off-campus speech mean that the leeway the First Amendment grants to schools in light of their special characteristics is diminished. We leave for future cases to decide where, when, and how these features mean the speaker's off-campus location will make critical difference. No, it won't. 
And I'm going to tell you why. So this girl comes on there, and I guess she didn't make the cheerleading team, and she can't try out for it now after this year or whatever. I guess she can now. Imagine a football player is doing a Snapchat, I don't know, at the local hamburger joint. He and his pals are there. Ah, fuck Coach Smith. He's a bitch. Fuck football. Fuck the game. Fuck the school. Now, is it going to end up in the Supreme Court when that coach decides to make this fucking kid run? Or make the game so hard that this kid can't play it anymore? Is that okay? Because, see, there are consequences. This is what I don't like about this Supreme Court ruling here. There's no consequences for this girl. Mm, mm Well, holy shit, fucking A, I might goddamn be the smartest, most pain-free motherfucker I fucking know. Honestly, I'm happy about it. Uh, if it doesn't happen at school and doesn't involve a threat to the school, I think the school should be powerless. Okay. Jeff, let me ask you this question. If, if the Snapchat video was out and he told it was a boy and he was telling, I don't even know if they do Snapchat anymore, but he, he was talking shit about his head football coach or his coordinator, his coach. You don't think that, and, and from what I'm hearing in the Supreme Court, they're saying, no, that kid has every right to say that. There should be no consequences. Uh, now, if that is the case, then we're done with sports. We're done with extracurricular activities because kids are going to go motherfucking. Look, you think I, I didn't like hardly any of the coaches I had. I knew not to motherfuck them, though. Or at least I knew who not to motherfuck them in front of. Because we didn't have the cool Snapchat shit like that. See, back in the olden days, kids, hearsay went a lot further than anything. You got a team tattler on your team, some runny-nosed little motherfucker, says, Coach, Arnie said the F word. And I'm out running laps because that motherfucker told on me at the age of 12. What about if it was an employer, not a school? Well, this is where I think employers can get away with a lot because they could have stipulations in their workplace agreement that say you can't besmirch us on social media no matter where you are. Remember the story about the gal who worked at the hospital and everybody wanted me to say all this shit? She put it on her social media page, granted, while at work. Or no, I don't even think she was at work. She was just talking about how bad the hospital was, all kinds of shit about him. She got fired. And everybody's like, oh, Arnie, you got to stand up for him. I'm like, no, I don't. That's a consequence. Look, hey, hey. I'm not telling you how it is. I'm telling you how I would have. This is me. If you guys don't want consequences, especially for for impressionable age kids, you don't want consequences? Hey, I'm fine with that. They better put my fucking video back up on TikTok. 
I knew how dirty the joke I told the other day was. I knew that it was going to be one of those kind of, I knew it could come down. Well, don't I have free speech to put it up there? Well, they have community standards. But, well, doesn't my First Amendment overrun that, their community standards? Well, they'll tell you then, no, it doesn't because you can choose not to use their media. They have their rules. Okay. That's the consequence. Look, I don't know if this girl was good enough or not good enough to be a cheerleader. I, I Have you seen cheerleaders lately? It ain't like the olden days like when I was growing up. You know, cheerleaders that were hot and not fat. It's like watching me cheer now. You go to a high school football game, you go to a college game, University of Nevada, all out, you motherfuckers. I had a smaller stomach than the Mexican girl at the end three years ago, four, four, five years ago, five years ago. She was a fucking cheerleader. Come on now. That wouldn't fly. Now it's just going to get worse. Kids in headgear out there and shit. They're cheer feeders. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't bug me. A consequence would be detention or something else. The girl was just expressing herself, wasn't harming anyone. Alicia, let me ask you this. I know you're a big MMA person. Let's say that you were motherfucking your, your, one, one of your senseis, or I, I, I'm not trying to demean it, I promise. One of your trainers. You're talking shit about it, and it got back to them, and they decided to up the ante a little bit with your workout. Are you gonna Are you gonna look at him and go, "You can't do that because my First Amendment"? Oh, I can say this stuff about you. Well, he can kick the shit out of you even more if he wanted to. I'm just saying that 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 out of school for the out of school for the snap school for the Snapchat thing. I agree with that. But if she said, fuck cheerleading, and I'm running cheerleading, I'm like, well, fuck you. You're never going to become a cheerleader. See, these kids are growing up with all this social media, and it's a norm for them to post so much personal shit and opinions. I'm careful of what I post, and I don't want unpopular opinions coming back to me and bite me in the ass. Don't get me wrong. I still post unpopular opinions, but... Not all of them. Schools have too much power to discipline from things that don't happen at school. The balance of power needs to be checked. I can agree with that, Jeff. I, I, one million percent, I agree with that. Schools do have far too much power to discipline kids. Great story. What is it, 15 years old now? The two kids that were playing in the front yard before the school bus, school bus was like two houses down. That's where the bus stop was. They were playing in the front yard, and they were holding these, these bright green guns, lime green, orange tips on them, right? And it said the word zombie hunter. And they're playing with those before school because they're like, they're like 10 and 11 years old. You know how us boys would like to play war and stuff when we were 10 and 11 years old? Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Lady across the street heard all the noise. She called police and said, there are two boys playing out front with green zombie hunter guns. Police showed up, told the boys, hey, put it inside, go to your school. The boys did that. No, no harm, no foul. 
This is a true story. The boys got to school, and it was reported that they were playing with guns. Because the, the, the school has what's so lovely known as a zero-tolerance policy, the boys were expelled. Now, I know what you're yelling at me, but wait a second, Arnie. You said they were in their front yard and not even at the bus stop. Yes, I said that. And the school says as soon as a kid walks out the front door, they are our responsibility and our rules go. And I'll tell you this right now, I am dead set against that. Those kids had that had nothing to do with anything at the school at all. I agree. I deactivated my Facebook six months ago and don't post something that gets me fired on my job. I can't do it anymore. We truly don't uh, have freedom of speech. We don't truly have freedom of speech anymore. Well, no. No, because there are consequences with your action. Look, 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 look. Jeff, you do. The constitutional amendments. You have the freedom to say whatever you want. And the government doesn't come down on you. The United States government didn't come down on this girl because she said, fuck cheerily. That's what the First Amendment is. You can't just go out and say whatever the fuck you want to say. Everybody always says the old yell of fire in a movie theater. And the joke is, then you can't yell movie theater in a fire. Okay, we got it. You can say whatever you want, but there are consequences with everything you say. Who's worse, school boards or HOA councils? Who? Man. That is tough. But like this girl, it wasn't at school. It was not a threat. She's venting free speech protects you from the government, which is also tax-funded schools. That is the school. Okay, so we're going to do the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon here. You're in it. Look, look, look. A kid playing with guns in his front yard has nothing at all to do with the school. It doesn't matter what time of day it is. Okay? This girl saying fuck cheerleading. Yeah, she shouldn't be suspended for. But I get why the cheerleading team doesn't want her on there. I get it. I'll be honest. Ever since COVID with the teachers and teachers unions, I've pretty much been anti school and teachers. I think the difference here, Arnie, is that schools are state-run organizations, therefore our government, and the government cannot punish you for talking shit. Okay, then you know what? Then this is where we will have to agree to disagree on this point. And that, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine. Look, I'm happy the girl won her case in the Supreme Court. If I ever go to the Supreme Court, I want to win. Okay? I, I want to be like Larry Flint and win at the Supreme Court. She won. My side would have lost. Look, I don't think she shouldn't be suspended. Let me put it this way. She should not at all have ever been suspended from school. At all. She shouldn't have missed a day of school. 
Never said that. What I said was there are consequences. You can't be on the te- the, the cheerleading team anymore. She thought that was important, and, and the Supreme Court thought that was important enough that they had to hear it. So, hey, more power to her. Just ready. To, hey, let me, let, let, me, let me leave you on this one. If your child is an athlete and uh, let's say they play football, and you wander in, in there at the high school level, and you see a bunch of lazy people on the team that aren't blocking, nothing but losses, and you got some talent on that team, they just need some discipline. Here to tell you, this right here, this victory right here, is the start of the slippery slope. if a kid says something like, fuck you, coach, in the middle of practice, you're not going to be able to discipline him or her for that ever again. That's where we're headed. That's what I'm going to leave you with. And, and, and you know what? I will have a satisfaction when I can play, you know, that one sound effect. Why, why are you so glad? Well, uh, practice... Uh, Practice today, we didn't really practice. Why not? Well, the coach was too busy yelling at people. Well, why didn't he make them run? Well, he can't make them run anymore because, well, they can yell back at coaches now. Uh, it's just hard for me because this, exa- uh, this exact thing is her parents' responsibility. School is not the parent. I think this girl needs to be disciplined by her parents. She is an awful person, but it's not the school's job. It was her parents. Well, I can't count on parents anymore. The ass family, I count on you guys. You guys, I've met a lot of your kids. You guys have great kids. Have you seen the parents out there? I don't wonder why there are girls like this, right? I mean, you're right. Yeah, it comes down to the parents. I'm not surprised this girl did that. She obviously has shitty parents. I mean, my kid plays Little League. He loves it. When he gets shitty about his teammates not doing their job, when he stops being a good teammate, he sits, uh, not because the coach sits him, but because I discipline him. The parents should have taken her out long before uh, being a shit. It's not the school's job. Okay, then I got to ask you, Jeff, since we're continuing this conversation. Um. Let's say a kid wasn't taught that, what you're teaching your son. If he's being a shit to his teammates, you bench him. You can do that. But what about the kid who's now in high school, whose daddy either wasn't there or just didn't do that? Then who gets to discipline him? I'll wait. Jeff, what you said is fantastic. And and by the way, that's what my dad did with me. If I was being an asshole, he would tell the coach to fucking park my ass. Now, most of the coach didn't do it because we needed a hit. But, you know, he listened to my dad. 
I love what you're doing, Jeff. I think what you're doing is what parents should do with their kids who are in athletics. Uh, that's like my dad raised me. Life isn't fair. You can only control you. It sucks. Tough lesson, but you can't control it. No, 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 no. Jeff, 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 Jeff. You didn't answer my question. That kid who wasn't raised that way, who mouths off to the coach, is fucking horrible to his teammates, then who gets to discipline him? Because if the kid needs to be disciplined early on, and a kid, another kid does that later in life, he's got to be disciplined by somebody, right? Who gets to do it? Coach? No, because the coach is a figure of the school. School is funded by the state. State is funded by the federal government. Federal government can impose on your free speech. Wondering who can do it. How about a fat little league kid who calls the ump a cocksucker? Well, he gets thrown out of a fucking game. He gets rung up, and his mother doesn't talk to him the entire drive home. (laughs) Yep, I know that kid well. I I was going through some important papers I had the other day. Didn't find the most important one I needed, but I was going through, and uh, I love my father so much. Let, let me tell you, dads out there, got young kids. <sighs> Nobody. Now, Richard, it can't be a department of correction. It's got to be on the field. Oh, no, I got you. That's tough for me, too. You raise a fair point. I really don't have a good answer. I just don't like the school doing my – no, I under – hey, Jeff, I get it. I get it. I get it. I told I, – and I respect it. I respect everything you said. Little Arnie, the beginning of a legend. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Man, I, I'll never forget, like, the, like the, we had an assistant coach, and then there was, like, like the fun, like, big brother-type coach that we had on this team. The look on that guy's face when I called him a cocksucker, motherfucker, as I'm walking back to the fucking dugout. Oh, that was priceless. If it's happening during practice, the coach's job is to handle business. No, you can't. You can't do that, though, because that coach is a representative of the school, once again, which is funded by the state, which is funded by the federal government, and if a kid says, fuck off, coach, that coach can't go, no coaches can do anything, because then we'd be impeding on his free speech. Now. You go on to say, however, you can make it hard on everyone and punish everyone to make the comments during saying things like, well, we're a team. We do things together. Apparently, some of you think, yeah, the full metal jacket treatment of Gomer Pyle. Now, that is that is reasonable. So now, Jeff, we go back to you and your life isn't fair policy. I, I think that is going to be an awesome lesson that someday you have with your child. And I know that you will tell them that life isn't fair because that is the only way I guess these coaches are allowed to do it. Well, because uh, so-and-so said this, everybody's going to run except so-and-so. 
punish everybody for the one. Then you let them handle it. Love it. Dave Co, what's up? Hey, legend. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm doing all right. Heading to work. Um, so, quick story. I played football in high school. I was a running back. Mm-hmm. And the coach was trying to show a different blocking scheme for me to run up the gut. Kind of like a trap play, but a little different. And I didn't get it right. I hit the wrong hole. Okay. So, he goes, no. He grabs the ball from me, mm-hmm. and he walks it in big steps. This way, this way, this oh, way. No. Waits for the pull, and this is the hole. And no. he comes back, no. shoves the ball in the quarterback's hand. The quarterback gives it to the center. Oh, Jesus. I light up, and I hit the wrong hole again. Oh, God damn it. He walks up to me, and he goes, get it right. And there was a little bit of hair sticking out of the front of my helmet. And he grabbed that hair, he yanked it out of my head, and fluttered it in my face. He goes, get it right. Yeah. And I got I got it right. I was motivated. That uh-huh. hurt. But I loved it. Yeah. I, I mean, Dave Co. that's – how old were you? I was 17. Okay. So uh, my foray in my, my football career wasn't long because they put these big green fucking stickers on your helmet saying you're too fat to run with the ball which I've never understood, but okay, that's the rule, right? And I have great hands. I can, ca- I can catch a cold in Africa. That's how good my hands were in high school. But I couldn't do that, so they put me on the offensive line, and I hated the offense. I could not stand it. Defensive line I liked. Offensive line sucked balls. I wouldn't like that either. I'll never forget, I was fucking off in practice, and I knew I was always going to be a big kid, so I knew that football would not be kind to me and I would be an offensive lineman. And I wasn't paying attention. This was probably the last year I was going to ever play, and I was fucking off in practice. This coach came up and fucking head, hands, head slapped me with the helmet on. It was the first official concussion I ever got, and I was nine. I was nine. I was nine playing on an 11-year-old team because I was that big. And I still couldn't carry the fucking ball. I was like, fuck this game. That's the point of the game. That is the point of the game is to keep the ball in motion. I've never understood that. If you could catch, you'd make a great tight end. Oh, I was fantastic. I mean, one-handed behind me. I used to practice the fucking two feet in bounds on street curbs. Yeah, that was fun times, man. Me too. Yeah, but now, nope, nope, you're too fat. So there you go. Anyways, great show. Thanks, I'm buddy. Go to work. All right, pal. Have okay. a great day, buddy. You too. Bye. Hey, hey, Dave, have you gotten your tickets to this big show that's happening September 17th at the Esquire IMAX? Uh, Esquire IMAX. I heard some rumblings about yeah. that. Something going on there, huh? Huge show that night. I, I, I can't wait to go. So hopefully, I'll see you there. It'll be a big night for you, man. All right, buddy. Take care. See ya. By the way, if you want to go to that show, you can. All you got to do is go to arnieradio.com. Yeah, you go to my social medias. Uh, you click on the link. Bang, you're there. Off- offensive linemen have it bad. Quarterback gets sacked. O-line gets blamed. Quarterback doesn't get sacked. Well, the QB is so slippery. Yeah. I played D-line, and I would drill the quarterback in practice. Coach would yank me around the face mask yelling at me. I love playing defense. I think I loved it too much, and the coaches wanted me to, like, calm down a little bit, and that's why they put me on the offensive line. Oh, and I was the kicker. 
if only I could throw a football. The punt, pass, and kick, boy, I could kick, the, and I shanked my punt. I never forget. I went to the regional qualifier here in Dallas. Punt, pass, and kick. If I could have thrown, it, it, the shank punt fucked me, but the kick was great. I was confident in my punting, but didn't work out. And I, I threw a fucking, I, I was a baseball player. That, that's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. All right, we got to keep moving here. Uh, by the way, the same week. Now, wait. Got to find this story now again. Okay. Oh, man, Google is just killing Man, our Internet service has been shit here lately. God almighty. I'm surprised I'm still on the fucking air. Come on. Go to Google. Go to my mail, please. There we go. What the hell's wrong? Uh, do this story, and then we'll do the TikTok thing. I'll, I'll, I'll recap the TikTok story for everybody that wasn't here. So, uh, I was one of the quickest on the team. I love kickoff. I was almost the one on the tackle on the ball carrier. Yeah, that was fun. All right. In the same week that they mounted a statue of George Floyd... In New York City. New York City! They also approved a measure that will remove a statue of Teddy Roosevelt outside the Museum of Natural History. You know, the character from Night at the Museum played by Robin Williams. Theodore Roosevelt. One of the greatest presidents we ever had. The New York City Public Design Commission voted unanimously to relocate the statue, which sits at the entrance. Statue depicts the former president on horseback with a Native American man and an African man flanking the horse. Take down a statue of a fucking president? Yeah, it, isn't Theodore Roosevelt for all? Isn't he responsible for all of our state parks? Walk softly and carry a big stick. I believe he said that. The teddy bear. You're taking him down and putting George Floyd up. Now they're not replacing it. No, no. I'm I'm just saying they have they have erected they're gonna take this down, give it to the fucking Theodore Roosevelt's museum or whatever, and they're gonna keep it there. They're not they're not breaking it up or anything, but it won't it won't be it won't be where it's supposed to be in front of the Museum of Natural History. Tim wrote in all caps, are you fucking kidding me? Replacing a statue of the greatest president of the last hundred years with a statue of a man who held a gun to a pregnant woman's belly? Uh, and yes, he is the state park president. Mm, he's on a horse. And the colored folks are on foot. It's considered sur- uh, subservice against superiority. He, he was the president. That's why he's on the horse. Not, not because he's a white guy. It's because he's president. 
presidents, uh, we, we, we are, that's why they have personal security. That's why they don't. <laughs> oh, God. He sighs and says, bad optics. Arnie, come on now. George Floyd was such a better person than Teddy and George uniting our country. I know. Straight Fire says, goodbye, sweet America. Goodbye. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to say sweet goodbyes just quite yet. I, I'm still holding out hope. Uh, I, I'm holding out hope for y'all's kids. Okay? That you're going to teach. Look, I know I got Jeff on. Uh, Jeff is one of those good parents. Ogre, one of those good parents. Alicia, one of those good parents. Like I said, on this show, hot mama, one of those good parents. I don't want to leave anybody out. Dave Coe, raised great kids. Well, Dave Coe's wife raised great kids, I should say. Uh, uh, Jeff just says, I don't get it. Tim says, God damn it, I want a Malaysian to stand guard in front of the statue and just dare people to cross that fucking line. Oh, I could just not even type that with a straight face. Ogre, I love that you can explain to me exactly why the statue would be considered optically bad, but I still don't like it. I got four ones at Fordham University and one in a U.S. Marine. Straight Fire, you've done a fucking amazing job as well. Oh, the militia, okay. I thought you were going to leave me out. Of course, I, I, I knew that you would say Jessica and Joshua, great parents, okay? Everybody's great parents. I know I got y'all. It's the other fuck talk. It, it, I'll say this. In a hundred years, I bet you. I will bet you dollars don't. I won't even bet you. I'm going to. I guarantee. Some kid in New York will be walking by a George Floyd statue, and somebody will say, which president was he? Oh, yeah. Hangtown Jen, great parent. Great parent. Once again. I leave anybody out. Brady kid. Uh, did a great job. One of them. did a great job with one. The other one, the first 17 and a half years weren't bad. Did a great job for 17 and a half years. No, what the fuck's happened lately? All right. Now, if you weren't here earlier, let me recap my day yesterday. My day of uh, my ego was stroked. Uh, I've been, as you know, I, I've talked about it on this show a bunch of times about being on TikTok. I didn't want to do it, but I heard it was a great way to do promotions and and things like that. And I was like, you know what? Okay, cool. I'll I'll try it out. And I came up with an idea to do dad jokes that were too dirty to be actual dad jokes. Like, like I hate dad jokes. I think dad jokes are the, the bane of our society. That and Democrats. Um, God damn, I hope I can get this to stand up. Okay, there we go. Um, yesterday, I had, it, it was truly You're a, not- well, an amazing day. Uh, today has been phenomenal as well. Uh, yesterday, I started the day off with 169 followers. 24 hours ago. I am at 3,955 and rising. Seven more. 
all because Monday a joke got taken down, and then the, one of the jokes I told yesterday now has been viewed almost 400,000 times. Uh, so now I can do actual live videos on, on, on the application. So I've never done one, and this is going to be awesome if I can flip this camera around. There it is. Holy shit. I am about to go live on TikTok for the first time. I'm actually really kind of excited about this. I think this could be cool. So uh, here we go. Go three, two, one. Hey there, what's up? I'm on TikTok Live. How y'all doing? It's the Arnie State Show. You know, the guy who tells all those terrible jokes? Now, nobody's on it. Oh, wait, I think it's still buffering. There we go. Go three, two, one. Wait, why did it do that? Hey there, what's up? No. I'm on TikTok Live. No, 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 no. I don't want to do I want to No, I want to go live, go motherfuckers. Discard. Target and your girlfriend returned to see okay. you guys could go and buy. Live. Oh, there we go. Go live. All right, here we go. Add, oh, add a title. A-R-N-I-E-R-A-D-I-O dot com. Done. All right, now we can go live. Okay, that was stupid of me. Where's it? Can't stop. Can't stop will help keep it propped up. All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Whoa, Jesus. Okay, I guess I got to turn that down. No, I can't have that up. All right, that's weird. If you're on TikTok right now, I don't know if you can hear me or not. I, I, I really hope that you can. Swipe to change the filter. Good connection. Welcome to TikTok Live. Have fun interacting. All right, cool. Anybody here? How will I know people are here? Oh, so if you're on TikTok, follow me, The Arnie State Show. Going live here. Oh, crap, i got to move this. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. There we go. Got that out of the way. Need that. Uh, Blueberry uh, just joined. Grim Wednesday just joined. All right, well, hey, you've joined The Arnie State Show. I wrote out a little speech that I'd like to do. I don't know if anybody can hear me. Sassy Pam, he says, hi. Hey, can you hear me? Does it sound okay, Pam? Let me know on Mixler. See, I got two different things going here. Two different things at once. So uh, let me tell you a little bit about myself, if you don't mind. Uh, hello, TikTok. My name is Arnie States, and I am the host of The Arnie States Show. Available to you every morning, live on the internet at arnieradio.com. Real easy to find. I'm live from 7 to 11 on the West Coast, 9 to 1 in the Central, and then 10 to 2 on the East Coast. So there you go. Uh, so, yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know if that's necessary. Uh, if you are tired of that lame-ass, sorry radio show that you're listening to on your way to work... Shut the fuck up, fat man. This ain't none of your goddamn business. Well, it is my business, because I did radio for over 25 years, so I know how lame radio is now. And I think it's my job to get you to work, and you got to be laughing. you got to have a good day to get from work. So, there you go. Uh, a little bit about myself, gladly, gladly. Uh, let's see, where the hell is that? 
Sam and Drop. Sam and Drop. Oh, there you go. Uh, my name is Zarni States, and I am from Texas. Holy dog shit, Texas only steers and queers come from Texas, and you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. No, no, I, I actually do like the ladies, uh, but nothing wrong with that. Uh, I mean, if that's your cup of tea, then great. Uh, from Texas, I'm Irish. In order to find his equal, an Irishman is forced to talk to God. Now, that's not all the way true, but pretty close. Uh... What else can I say about myself? Uh, uh, the show, uh, the show belongs to you, the listener. Okay, saludos from Michigan. Thank you. I appreciate that. Please, please listen. I know I got Michigan. Uh, tell us a joke, okay? Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll tell you an old one. This is an old one. My dad used to always tell. How do you get an unpregnant? You fucker. There you go. There you go. Uh, but like I said, see, see, like I said, it's your show. You tell me what to do. Uh, dude, you got to make some uh, music videos to your cover songs and put them on TikTok. No, because I got to pay for it then. No, 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 no. I can't do that one. Not yet. Not until I figure that all out. Uh, let's see. Yeah, this show, it, it belongs to you, the listener. Bingo. Yeah, exactly. It's your show. Nothing's off limits on this show, except we have two rules. Well, there, there, there's a couple rules. Okay, first of all, uh, we have to have rules because uh, otherwise the, the world is a terrible, terrible place. Why? Yeah, that's why. Why? 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 Uh, look, look, we have rules and it, it's using consistency and logic in your arguments. And if you like to call into the show and you want to disagree with something I say, that's fine. I have zero problems with that. Just allow me to get my point out, as I will allow you to get your point out as well. All right? That, that, that's all that I ask. You shut your mouth, you white honky. Now you stop that. You stop that right now. Uh, if you want to have fun, join this show. All you got to do is go to ArnieRadio.com. Oh, wow. Somebody wanted to go live together, except I don't know how I'm doing this. Hello? Hello? Are you there? I can't hear you. So I, I, I need to, how do I stop this? Brew? I, I can't hear whoever's doing that. Uh, shit. Now I'm screwed. Invite the host to a match. What's a match? I don't know what any of this stuff is. So anyway, so we're, we're still on TikTok, I guess, right now, right? Uh, so, yeah, become a member of the Ass Family as soon as you can. Do you want me to reach down there and, and I can pull my butt crack open for you if you want? I, I, I'll do anything for you. I, I will. I promise. So, uh, there you go. I have to go on and, and get on with the show. Yeah, I'm wearing a Dusty Road shirt today. Uh, and by the way, if you didn't hear my jokes today, they're on my TikTok page. But if you're not on TikTok, if you're listening to the show right now, uh, why do pineapple? Why do sharks love pineapples? It makes semen taste better. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Wait. Uh, hold on a second. I got something here for that. There we go. Only two ninety nine a month, sucker. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Straight Fire. Uh, cool boy sixty nine, sixty nine six follows the host. Thank you so much. Your jokes are so good. Thank you so much. Uh. <laughs> 
What's the difference between Captain Morgan and Amy Winehouse? When you add Captain when you add Coke to Captain Morgan, it adds life to him. So bad. Not as bad as the last one I told the Jake. Today is uh how many cats does it take to paint a wall? Depends on how hard you throw them. So there you go. Each and every day I will post jokes up there. And I'll get better at this live shit, I promise. Uh, but like I said, ArnieRadio.com, that's where to go. Now, I don't even know how to end this shit. Flip camera, mirror images. There we go. In the live video. In uh, now. All right, there we go. So there you go. That's pretty fantastic. That was cool. I should have rehearsed that better. I came up with that idea with the sound effects about 10 minutes before the show. So next time I do that, I'll, I'll do it a lot better. So there you go. Wow, look at that. Over 4,000. Boom! We eclipsed 4,000. I don't know what it's going to take make me an influencer, but that's okay. I'll wait. Uh, phone number for the show, 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Check out those kids over there in that parking lot. The private drinking beer and smoking a lot. I doubt that they mean anybody any harm. Ain't that old man Frederick's daughter breaking every rule that her daddy ever taught her? With a wild-eyed boy on the hood of that pickup truck. Yeah, but who?
was a waitress at the only joint in town She had a reputation as a girl who'd been around Down Main Street after midnight Brand new pack of six A fresh one hanging from her lips A beer between her legs She'd ride down to the river And meet with all her friends The road goes on forever And the party never ends Sonny was a loner Older than the rest He was going in the Navy But couldn't pass the test So he hung around town He sold a little pot The law cop went to Sonny One day he got caught Sonny's playing eight ball at the joint where Cher works When some drunken out of towner put his hand up Cher's skirt Sonny took his pool cue, laid the drunk out on the floor Stuffed a dollar in her tip jar, walked on out the door She's running right behind him, reaching for his hand The road goes on forever and the party Sonny jammed her down in gear Sonny looked at Sherry Said let's get on out of here The stars were high above them The moon was in the east The sun was setting on them When they reached Miami Beach They got a motel by the water And a port of Bombay gin The road goes on forever And the party never Pistol in his boot. The cards were on the table when the law came busting in. The road goes on forever and the party never ends. The Cubans grabbed the goodies, Sonny grabbed the jack. He broke the bathroom window and climbed on out the back. Sherry drove the pickup through the alley on the side where a law man tackled Sonny and was reading him his rights. She stepped out in the alley with a single shot for ten. The road goes on forever and the party never ends. They left the lawman lying. They made their getaway. Got back to the motel just before the break of day. Sonny gave her all the money and it blew a little kiss If they asked you how this happened Say I forced you into this She watched him as his taillights Disappeared around the bend The road goes on forever And the party never ends It's Main Street after midnight Just like it was before 21 months later At the local grocery store Share buys a paper and a cold six-pack of beer. The headlines read that Sonny is going to the chair.
She pulls back on the main street in her new Mercedes Benz. The road goes on forever and the party never ends. about it but here's the problem over 350 views that's cool we get more if we do the tiktok one uh, the one live on tiktok um i don't know if i can use licensed music during a tiktok live i can use licensed music on this show because i pay the right to use the licensed music i don't think that tic- i i'm not sure if tiktok allows like, they pay their fee, and they have a bunch of music on there. I do know that there are a lot of unlicensed musics that I could play. So I tell you what, tomorrow we will do the Mount Rushmore of um, spokespeople, spokesmen and women. We'll just call it spokesmen because we're politically incorrect. Tomorrow's the Mount Rushmore of spokesmen. And now you guys are going to know this, so please don't overrun the voting area with, what the fuck song is this? Because for the first round, it'll be six songs. I have to find six different un... And I can do that today in my spare time. All I need is a a minute of each song. Bam, 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 bam. Do one round of it, and then the second round will go back to playing all of our favorite music. And don't worry, of course... The beloved banana phone will be played. See, I figured it out. Listening to country music helps me figure out problems. Way to go, Scott. Scott, congratulations, listener of the day. Correct the mundo. There you go. There you go. Congratulations. There's no prize. Uh, I will not be able to play banana phone on there, on TikTok. No, no. But, But what I'll do is we'll do the first round on TikTok tomorrow. And I'll use, like, like this is an example. Like, I got to go, let's see. Uh, YouTube. Unlicensed music. Unlicensed. Unlicensed music. There we go. There we go. So, you get, I mean, they got tons of this shit. Here we go. Here's one. We'll just play this. Uh, That's why I got to do it today off after the show. With a... So you'll have this to use to vote for. 
So like when I give you the candy, it'll be a bunch of shit like this that you have no idea. Don't forget Captain Lou Albano for George the Animal Steel and Paul Heyman for Brock Lesnar, <laughs> the advocates. Okay, yeah, all right. So I figured out. So yes, we will do that tomorrow. That would be cool. That will be really, really cool. Uh, Baba <laughs> Hammock phone is available. <laughs> Yahtzee. Uh, before you go live uh, for Mount Rushmore, you could post a video telling your TikTokers if they want to participate where to go. Good call. All right, here we go. Uh, let's start the second segment of the show today. <laughs> 60 inches. Now, I don't know how they do this. I don't know where they come up with their guidelines. But 60 inches of Subway tuna was tested at a lab. And there was no tuna DNA present. Um, what the fuck is it then? I, I we we have like two Quiznos left here in the Metroplex. We went to one the other day. I had the I had a tuna melt because they didn't have my favorite stuff there anymore. So I was like, ah, fuck it. I I like tuna sandwiches. I love I, gas station tuna sandwiches. I can't get enough of. All right, they are fucking delayed. Yeah, I'm fucked up. I know. But even I draw the line at Subway. I remember the first time I ever got a tuna sandwich at Subway. When they put the ice cream scooper in that, I knew that was a bad idea. Uh, Are you going to uh, post your TikTok on Facebook? I don't think I can, Douglas. I don't want to get TikTok. Don't get it. Don't worry. Hey, Douglas, you're here for everything, man. I appreciate it. It's okay if you can't be there for each and everything. I, I do Facebook Live. I still do a Facebook Live video here and there. I, nothing wrong with that. I could. You know what? Shit, if I had multiple. I, I don't have multiple phones, and I'm not going to get multiple. I already have multiple phones. Okay. I, otherwise, it'd turn into Chris Payne, and then I'd become a liberal, and I'd be putting holes all over my body. But there is a way. I mean, there there is a way to go live, Facebook Live. Uh, well, I don't have enough connectors either. Uh, well, I'll I'll figure it out. But Douglas, you just stay where you you stay golden, Pony Boy. I, Sixty inches of tuna sandwiches from three different restaurants in the restaurants. Let let let's let let, let let's slow the roll there. How about how about? I don't necessarily want to call Subway a restaurant. Fast food, okay. Sandwich shop, absolutely. Restaurant. <laughs> that that is it's not a restaurant. What they're a restaurant now because they can toast your sandwich or because they serve soup? I think that's going to be a new campaign of mine. Subway should not be known as a restaurant. 
I fault those who buy the tuna from Subway for being way too trusting. I did it, I think, once. Uh, the tuna was frozen and sent to the lab, which determined no amplifiable tuna DNA was present in the sample. No amp- amplification product from the DNA, therefore we cannot identify the species. They don't know what the fuck Subway is sending you. I'm just telling you this right now. It is all kind of ground up fish you're probably getting. Restaurant implies silverware. Thank you, Jen. And don't say they got forks and knives at Subway. They're plastic. Okay, the lab determined two potential reasons. Okay, I've got one potential reason. I'll save mine. Uh, The lab determined two potential reasons why no tuna was detected in the sample, saying, one, it's so heavily processed that whatever we could pull out, we couldn't make an identification, or we got some there that's just, there's no, that's not tuna. Yeah, I'm going to go with explanation two. The shit ain't tuna. Subway, sub, uh, hey, Subway, is that, how is Subway still open in our cancel culture world that we live in? The man who put them on the map, who no, will not be on the spokespeople thing tomorrow, can't put a fucking child rapist on there. Sorry. Jared, the kid toucher, black eye number one. Then a, a couple years after that, you found out you've been selling 11-inch sandwiches this entire time. It ain't a foot long. And now they're not even using tuna? Wouldn't that be three black eyes? You usually got two black eyes and a brown eye. But I, I guess this tuna thing is now a black eye where our brown eye should be. It's sawdust with seawater. <laughs> Straight Fire says, I know, right? They use white bread and everything. Yes, they have white bread. Fucking racists. The food fraud investigation comes on the heels of a complaint filed with the District Court of, the, of California suing the sandwich chain for fraud. They were tricked into buying food items that wholly lacked the ingredients. Yeah, I got to say, game, set, and match to the plaintiffs. There ain't no goddamn tuna in there. We got 60 feet of it. That's a good sample. And their bread was made from yoga mats a couple years ago. Jesus Christ. I like, like that, too. I tell her she's getting six inches when I'm five and a half at best. Yeah, unless she's paying, then it's not fraud. Then it's simple sexual battery. That's all. No big deal. No, I'm kidding. Can you say black eye anymore? I know, right? Oh, in the world that we live in? Jesus. That's derogatory. Uh, I I don't want that to be said. That's a, that delivers a black eye because that's the connotation that black is bad. Oh. Have you ever had a black eye? Black eyes fucking hurt. 
that's what that's what the relation is. It, it has nothing to do with the color. It it's more of a description of the whole place. I, I and I, Richard, I understand what you're doing, but somebody probably saw that and said, "Oh, wow, black eye. That that has a negative connotation to it. It has the word black in it. Jesus, we should cancel that immediately." If the tuna isn't really tuna, then I'm wary of the dick sandwich. <laughs> oh, God. Please, please, God. Please. Where, where is the, the WikiLeaks of fast food? I want an insider to tell us exactly what this is. And then lock themselves up in a fucking, you know, foreign land because they don't want to get arrested. I want to know. <laughs> Jigaboo canoe. <laughs> Still laughing about that. That shit's so funny. Oh, God damn it. What is in your food? Is that really ham? You know who I'd hate to be right now? You know who I feel bad for? I feel bad for the 16 and 17-year-olds that are working under some tyrant of a fucking foreigner. I tell you, clean now! You And everyone... See, I can tell you're all laughing because I am so telling the truth. Have you ever seen a sandwich shop owned by a fucking American... A, an Anglo-American? No, Ogre, Ogre you left yesterday. There was something that they described. I, I forget what it was. I forget what the exact way. He, he wasn't using that, at, you know, too meanly. Holy shit. Kroger's is now carrying all the Whataburger shit. The Whataburger fancy ketchup. The mustard. Shit, yeah. I forget what it was. I remember I had the story, and we were laughing about it yesterday. Oh, it, it's completely, it's completely horrible to use that that terminology. But it was used for. Oh God damn it! Now I got to look it up. Does anybody remember that from yesterday? Oh, I remember you checked out really early. Uh, let's see. Fur trader. Oh, it was a girl with a saggy vagina. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking terrible terminologies. Uh, yes, Porta Sub, South Lake Tahoe. It's not foreign owned. Okay, you got one. You got me with one. Every subway I work for or visit is owned by someone named Vishal or Indian. Not. Dot not fe- and I ain't got a problem with that. I'm just telling y'all the truth. I'm just trying to paint a picture. Who I feel bad for. The 16 and 17 year old. A lot of, oh, black holes. That's right. Straight fire. Tied for listener of the day. Congratulations. Correct the mundo. That, that, that they were getting rid of that because it was uh, the NASA or the space people want to get rid of black holes. Because they say that's a, a derogatory term to uh, an African woman, uh, African American woman's uh, private regions. 
they equated it to being the same as, which I don't agree with, as Jigaboo Canoe, which I had never heard. And that's why we laughed about it yesterday. And it was a black person saying it, so I could repeat it. So there we go. We're all fair. All good? All good. Uh, all right. But, yeah, let, let, let's get back to Subway. <laughs> let's just eviscerate this company even more. You got these 16 and 17-year-olds in there. Hi, welcome to Subway. Can we take your order? You know a bunch of dick bags like me. Go, excuse me, is that real roast beef? What's in the ham today? Is it really ham? Is it? Boy, I tell you what, Subway's fucked if somebody says, I'd like to know what's in the bologna. Just shut your doors. Just shut your fucking doors immediately. Jesus. Man, oh man. Uh, Douglas and Alicia liked it. They thought it was funny. Like I thought it was hilarious. I just know you can't use that kind of those kind of terms. Oh, goddamn! But you know, I hate asking the question. Let Let's have some fun. Let Let's just have a little bit of fun, shall we? You know, the, the one question I hate more than anything is, "What's next?" Well, let's break my rule for just a second, since it's fun. What's next for Subway? I mean, they've gone from child molestation to now not even actually putting tuna in the tuna. What's next? I I, I mean, is the cheese going to be like babies? I I, I just want to know what is the, because you know something is lurking. Something is sitting there in the in the, in the subway because look, like they put up with a lot of shit there, and I I do feel bad for them, but you know, something is lurking at the at the front offices. Boy, shit! They found out about the tuna, <laughs> and then the next phrase is, "Well, I hope they don't find out about." Subway is all right, but it's cheap, so you get what you pay for. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Subway will be found to have catering contractor on Epstein Island. (laughs) Oh, man. Mm. Oh, God almighty. Subway, it was nice knowing you. I don't mind Subway because their bread isn't that hard. Except the yoga mats. I wouldn't eat that kind. That's pita shit right there. Not not P-E-P-I. I, I don't like that shit. They're, they're normal bread. I, I can handle I don't like that. All that, like, like that big old sandwiches. Like, I like uh, what, Beach, Beach Hut Deli over there on the West Coast. We ain't got those here. But man, oh man, that's a lot of bread. Jesus. Jesus, Mary and Joseph. All right. Enough ranting on them. Uh, I think it was Alicia who asked, or somebody asked earlier, who's worse? I think it was Ogre asked earlier, who's worse, HOAs or school boards? Alicia said school boards. I, 
Right now, I kind of got to lean towards the school boards. Subway CEO will be caught on camera getting spanked by a dwarf and fed dates by a pair of <laughs> Capuan monkeys. Beachhead is fucking delicious, and they serve beer, Quiznos, and now I want a sandwich. And for those of you who drink beer, <laughs> I think I'm going to Subway for lunch. Oh, don't get the tuna or whatever the fuck it is. A New Jersey school board has reversed plans to remove all holiday names from the school calendar after parents about rioted. The Randolph Board of Education voted 8-1 to one to reinstate the... Ho- Who's that one? Is that one getting the shit kicked out of them in the parking lot? To reinstate the holiday after tons of members of the community voiced outrage during the public comment portion of a meeting. If you haven't seen this on TV, it's fascinating to watch. People are yelling at one another. Education board. Oh, it's fantastic. I don't have a video of it. I saw it on the news last night, and I can't find it anywhere. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm so susceptible to suggestion, damn it. Douglas says, every time I listen to... Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes. The flags go up. Churning and burning. They yearn for the cup. They def... Every time now I think of you, Jen. <laughs> there you go. little cake for you this morning. Uh... Tom Tatum, a Randolph Township father of four who created a petition demanding school board members resign, told Fox and Friends that the victory should be a lesson in transparency for towns across America. They were going to get rid of Independence Day, Columbus Day. Oh, 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 is that the video? Oh, holy shit. Hold on a second here. Might have the video here. Anytime. Okay, got to hit the play. Yeah, let an ad come up, I'm sure. Living with med- Oh, of course there's Dan. I can skip it in two, one, skip the ad. Fuck you, ad. So there has been a major change of heart from that New Jersey school board after parents unload on them for removing oh, people. Oh, they're dancing. Calendar. Christmas and Thanksgiving and other holidays are now back on. Oh, the Italians got their fucking flags out there. Hell yeah, Christmas. Columbus Day is back, motherfuckers. Brought shame and notoriety upon our idyllic town. So after you overturn this idiotic decision, you will resign. All of you will resign today. You've managed to wake up the entire community of Randolph. This is a flashpoint. We draw the line in the sand. You have overreached. So this went on for four hours. Michael Vespoli <laughs> attended that meeting virtually. He joins us now virtually. Michael, how you doing? Good morning to you. How you doing? What last night? You got to remember morning, this. Bill, thanks for having me. Um, you know, last night. This is in New Jersey. And you could hear it in there. Hey, hey, you take away Columbus Day, I take away your kneecaps. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're going to get rid of Christmas now. Well, I'll get my gullabagoo and we'll bust your ass. And then you know, you know that somebody 
somebody had to run up to that board and go, Ah, uh, scusi. Babba-da-boopy. Kid calls, huh? Babba-da-boopy. Yes, sometimes I just do the show for myself. <laughs> what a great story that is. I, I'm gonna, and see, they did exactly what I'm talking about. As, as much fun as I want to make of these Goombas, I take my hat off to them. You know why? Because they did it the right way. Sure, they're loud about it, but they went to the school board meetings. They didn't like it. They voiced their opinion and forced a revote, and the school board changed the decision. I, I just... Uh, that's the way it should be done. Maybe not with, you know, mob influence and stuff like that. But this is why I say it's so important to know who's on all your local boards. And I know voting on local races sucks. It's like if your team has a, a, an A-League team in it for Major League Baseball. Yeah, it's baseball, but you can't grow too... Close to the guys because it's it's only a ball. You know those people are, and they usually are in small towns. They're just fucking terrible. Yeah, we got a baseball team. They're the they're the mud suckers. <laughs> the guy on camera just got off a truck full of hot stereos and VCRs. You know he knows Polly Walnuts. Somebody at that meeting knows Polly Walnuts. But they did it the right way, at least. They addressed the school board as hostile as they could. Good for them. I didn't see any punches. I didn't see anybody get hurt. Bravo. Bravo, my Italian brothers and sisters up there. Now, a couple weeks ago, we were talking about this in baseball. How nobody has any baseball IQ anymore. You remember the play that happened? Runner at third with two outs. If you know anything about baseball, if the ball is hit in the infield, you throw it to the first baseman. All he's got to do is step on the bag. Even if the run count it comes in at home, it doesn't count. Okay, because it's a force out at first. Uh, voting doesn't suck. It's the research on each candidate that takes time. I don't like voting on shit that I'm no not educated on. Okay, fair enough. I I agree with that. Good. See, that's smart. You're you're educating yourself, and it's a pain in the ass. It's like raising kids. Um, but but the throw was offline, and the pitcher, the first baseman, was coming up the line to catch it, and the runner just stopped and headed back to home. And the umpire said he was safe at first because now the first baseman who has the ball is impeding his process to get first base. He called obstruction, which allowed the runner from third to score. Now I'm sitting there going, wait a second. All he had to do was step on the base. That, that's fucking terrible baseball like you. 
Something different happened last night at the Diamondbacks game. Uh, the Brewers were winning the game five to nothing already, and this was uh that the Diamondbacks suck out loud this year. They're fucking terrible. They've only got twenty one wins. I've got the highlight, and the story is this: Daniel Vogelbach raced around third to score on a play. He suffered a leg injury on the way home and had to slow up and hop 45 feet to the plate. The ball was not hit out of the ballpark. The second baseman had the ball, and he was in the infield. Here's how it went down. Base hit. Guy from second. Center It's going to get a run home. Center field was it. Stumbles falling around the third base bag. Second baseman. And he's still not to home plate. Get it in. Get it in. Throw the ball. Oh, my goodness. Dan Vogelback came up lane, coming around third. He was standing there halfway to home, and nobody threw it in. I, I don't know what I just saw. Uh, this isn't Little League. Yeah, you, you're losing the game already. I... I, I I, I, this is not an act of sportsmanship. I, I saw some article saying what an act of sportsmanship this was. The second baseman had the ball damn near the fucking pitching mound. By the time this this guy scored. You no, know, look, man, the guy got hurt. It's part of the game. You still throw his ass out. You ring that motherfucker up. I put the clip up for you guys to see. I, I don't even know what I Somebody wrote maybe they shouldn't be so obvious they're tanking. Why would a baseball team tank? Uh, fucking college players uh, dime a dozen, man. Hit and miss. This just goes against every every bit of fucking competitor in me. The guy comes up lame around third base. That ain't your fault. Throw his fat ass out. This is one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. I don't know if the second baseman had a stroke. Oh, yeah, that run could have mattered. Well, I was watching the Mississippi State uh, fucking Virginia College World Series game. Go Horns today. Horns got a big game against Virginia. Fuck you, Virginia. Virginia was up. Fucking Mississippi State battled back. Every run counted. I don't know if this guy was just trying to do an honorable thing. Oh, man, let him score. That's a guy right there. If I'm on his team, you know what we were talking about with teams earlier? I would have been the bad teammate there. I'd have fucking taken the ball out of his hand and thrown the fucker out. And then, when we got back to the locker room, he's the second baseman. And if I can't beat up a second baseman, I shouldn't be even in professional sports. That motherfucker is getting locked in his fucking locker. So, congratulations to Rob Manafred, the head of Major League Baseball, and to Major League Baseball for showing your players have no idea how to fucking fundamentally play the game anymore. 
Mm-hmm. If I were that GM, that guy would be in AAA until he learned the right way to play the game. I bet you the AAA replacement would throw that ball to get that out. Look, Diamondbacks, they only have 21 wins. They suck. I'm telling you what, I, if I'm the GM, I'm still kicking his ass because he's second baseman. And uh, I'll tell you this right now. He's getting his outright release. I'm not sending him to AAA. He's on waivers. Somebody else wants him, take him. I don't want a guy like this on my team. Because this, this guy's not here to win. He thinks it's all for fun. And, and I know that, the, and, and that's the place where it's not for fun. Because those guys are making millions of dollars a year based on performance. It's not for fun there. This isn't father pitch. This isn't up until the eighth grade. That's where I'll give you the idea of it being a learning activity and being fun. Still teaching them competition. Once they get eighth grade beyond, it's about competition then. You play the best players at every position. I don't care what sport it is. Because those eighth graders are trying to get into a good high school. They did, I, 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 I watched a really interesting story. This makes me think of the lollygagger speech. <laughs> you lollygag the first. <laughs> you lollygag the ball around the infield. What does that make them? Lollygaggers. Lollygaggers. <laughs> Such a great speech. Um. I saw this story about this this kid. We all know who Zion Williamson is, right? Is it Zion Williams? Number one pick of the NBA draft a couple years ago. Had knee injury, didn't play a lot in his rookie year. Went to Duke for a season. Was just a man-child. Was one of the great, I mean, honestly, probably one of the most phenomenal high school players to ever play. And I'm not just saying that to put LeBron down. It's also partially true. It showed him in his, uh, I don't know, sophomore season. He was on varsity or sophomore summer league or whatever. And this little white kid was guarding him. It, it was funny to watch. This little white kid was like a fucking Pekingese on him. Now, Zion had a good game, but this kid played great defense, nailed a couple threes. The kid has gone on to lead that white kid, taking on Goliath in Zion. Zion's in the NBA now. This kid got through his high school career. And you know what he did? He helped lead his team to state twice. And is on a full full basketball slash academic scholarship to a Division I college basketball team. Those are the kind of players I want to surround myself around. The ones that are going to play, even though, look, that kid knew he didn't have a shot against Zion. If he was from the same town, which they were, they almost went to the same high school. People were talking about Zion before Zion knew about it. Like Larry Johnson in Dallas. I knew Larry Johnson long before his rumors of going to SMU and then ending up at UNLV. Towns know about these guys. And for this kid to do that and then go on in life to accomplish such things, awesome. 
kid might not have much of an NBA career. He's only a six-foot guard. But, hey, that's the kind of kid that makes a hell of a coach. Uh, all right, enough about that. Uh, you know, we're only a few weeks away from the summer games in Japan. No, no, stop it. Stop it. Can, can I can I continue now, children? Talking about the 2020 games in 2021 now in Tokyo. Really? Really? In this day and age? Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you people? I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Yep, that's the official end of me. (laughs) This year at the Olympics in Japan, no alcohol, no hugs, no cheers, no high fives. No autographs. These are the new rules for spectators at the Summer Games starting next month. Seiko Hashimoto! That's how they say it there. That's his name. He's the president of the 2020 Games. He says uh, festivities will, will have to be suppressed. Keep the event safe and conceded that the organizers will need to be creative. By the way, uh, for all you Yellowstone fans out there, the reason why Yellowstone didn't premiere uh, last weekend is because of these fuckhole games. Because Paramount's part of the NBC company, and NBC didn't want to have any of their shows having to compete against the Olympics. True story. Finally found out the truth. Spectators are going to need to clear several antivirus requirements, including temperature checks, mask wearing, just to get into venues. No refunds for those who fail to fulfill those requirements. Hiya! Mm-hmm. Once inside, they are forbidden from cheering or making direct contact with other spectators, including hugs and high-fives, handshakes, nut. My phone just popped up with a horrible, sad story. Did you cover it this morning? The condo bill? Yes. That was the first thing I talked about this morning, Jen. That was awful. Uh, I I will, uh, in the next break, if we do another break, I'll, I'll have a lot more on that story tomorrow. I'd like to know what happened. I mean, it's weird that it just disintegrated. No fun, you. (laughs) All right, we'll get to that tomorrow. Back to the fun. Uh, The festive mood will have to be suppressed. That has become a major challenge. Hashimoto said people can feel joy in their hearts. 
but they can't be loud and they have to avoid crowds. Why are you having it then? Just push it back one more year. They're still on the fence. They're still on the fence. A month away. No, it's okay. It's a hang time, Jen. It's okay. I totally understand. That story caught me off. Fuck, that's why I started the show off where they caught me off guard so bad. It's an awful story. Like these events. These these Tokyo Tokyo games are going to suck. You can't cheer. And I'll tell you this right now. I ain't going to fuck around to find out. Tell you right now, you know all the security guards there. They're going to know something. I don't know if it's going to be Tai Chi or Kung Fu. But I ain't going over to no Olympic Games and cheering and getting my ass whooped by a five foot two security guard that knows everything. No cheering? How do you, how do you, you know what? I don't even want to know. I don't even, I, I, this is a question. I, I, I don't want to know how you suppress cheering in a sporting event. I mean, I know the obvious answer, do something really bad. Compound fracture. Fucking insanity. Look, man, just push it back one more year then. If you people ain't all over it there yet, if you ain't like the good old USA where we're mask-free, we're walking around getting in people's faces, there ain't no standing six feet away. Laugh at people now that have masks on. Ah, you fucking pussies. I ain't over there. So any American fans going to the Olympics, I say, whoop, hold, whoop, hold on. Now, this is going to catch everybody off guard. After only on set for a few days, Production, I believe, has been halted on Indiana Jones 5 because Harrison Ford was injured. Surprise, surprise, surprise. He reportedly injured his shoulder while rehearsing a fight scene. Now, now, come on, ass family. Ogre, ogre. I know that you're a fan of Indiana Jones. Uh, that's pretty typical for that region. You may go to a Muay Thai event in Thailand and something amazing happens and there's no cheering. Maybe at most a little clap. But I ain't talking about them. The Olympics are full of people that come from all over the world. This cheer, I now I want to watch the Olympics. I just want to see if anybody gets, if they start cheering, if they get shot. That would be it in China. Boy, oh man. Those games are going to be in China. Fuck that. They released a statement. In the course of rehearsing for a fight scene, Harrison Ford sustained an injury involving his shoulder. Production will continue while the appropriate course of treatment is evaluated. And the filming schedule be reconfigured as needed in the coming weeks. Okay. The Indiana Jones movies take you on such a colossal roller coaster ride that you truly have to suspend your disbelief for a lot of shit, okay? First of all, that the the Ark of the Covenant 
and all that kind of stuff, you're asking a lot. And I get it. I get it. I totally get it. And these crazy booby trap things that Indy gets through. You sit there and go, you could never do that. You couldn't. Look, but it's a movie. But I got to say, I got a nose here and I'm trying to get, oh, wait, where's my, oh, there we go. Hey, baby, how you doing? Oh, yeah. Get that son bitch. Yes, I have nose clippers in pretty much every room of the house. Nothing fucking, oh, God. Nothing scares me more than going out with nose hair. Vanity. It sucks. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you're vain and you're fat? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, it's a fucking, it's an oxymoron. Uh, unless Harrison Ford is fighting someone like, I don't know, Clint Eastwood. Maybe uh, if Larry King were alive. Uh, they just need body double for Harrison Ford and use CGI for his face. Deep fake, I think it's called. I, I'm not going to be able to believe that, what, Harrison Ford, who's what, seven, eight hundred years old by now? And I like him. Don't get me wrong, he's 78. I'm going to have to believe that that 78-year-old Harrison Ford is going to be whooping somebody's ass half his size or half his age, twice his size. I get it. I get it. In Thailand, a little clap means you got a cheap hooker. Hey, now. Hey, now. <laughs> I don't think that Harrison Ford's going to be doing a, a lot of his own stunts on this one. I hope not. And I, lo- I, I do love Harrison Ford, and I love the Indiana Jones franchise, except that last shitty one. Please don't shit the bed twice. That's all I ask. Please redeem yourself and then end it. I, you know what? I would be all right. I would honestly be all right if they killed off Indiana Jones in this movie. Like dead. Like graveyard dead. I don't want to see none of his son, nephews, nieces. And that's what would be a daughter. So his daughter is, I guess, Laura Croft. I, I, no. No no more anything with Raiders and Lost Ark, okay? No more Indiana Jones. Let's just, let's just put it to rest here. You, you. We are allowing you a chance to redeem yourself. I, I asked family, let's, let's get that. If, by chance, this movie shits the bed, will it, will it ruin the franchise? There you go.
Nobody? Nothing? Nothing? Nobody says anything? The question was, if this if this fucking shit's a bed, will it ruin the Indiana Jones franchise? Shit, we still need to find out how they got that eye patch uh, from the TV show. Taint, but not totally destroy. Okay. See, that's what I thought about the last one. Boy, that last one was so bad. Fucking Shia LaBeouf. I, I, I don't want to put up with two. Two in a row. Uh, all right, here. It happened again? This is crazy. Detroit CBS meteorologist is fired after becoming the second weather forecaster in a week to interrupt a broadcast with claims of discrimination because of their COVID views. Now, I don't think it'll ruin the franchise. People are and easily separate the 80s from 21st century. Okay, all right. April Moss. Really? You know what? That. Stop that. April Moss, the weather girl. Don't use a fake name. I, fake names are the worst for TV people. The worst TV name I ever saw was in Sacramento. That guy, Ty Steele. I got to meet him a couple times, and I, just, I, I literally laughed in his face. Well, at the time, we had more listeners than they had viewers, so it didn't matter. He goes, hello, I'm Ty Steele. And I just said, really? They, are you in porn? Ty Steele, ladies and gentlemen. Super nice guy. Don't get me wrong. Super nice guy. I was the total dick at that moment. April Moss. Uh, my sister does weather, uh, or my cousin. Her name is Stormy Weathers. Really? Come on. Anywho, uh, by the way, I would have fired her for not changing her name. She interrupted her live forecast for Detroit CBS affiliate, saying to viewers she would not be sitting down with Project Virtus on Tuesday. She claimed CBS was discriminating against employees who had questioned COVID protocols, including mask wearing. She also accused CBS of pressuring unvaccinated employees into getting vaccines. She claims that her unvaccinated status was being made clear to employees and viewers because she was broadcasting from her home instead of the studio. Boy, they turn on their own, don't they? What about Maggie Wheels doing a traffic report? (laughs) April Moss is her porn name. That's her only fan's page name. Here's the thing with these reporters. Everybody's saying, look how courageous they are. That girl in Houston, so courageous for standing up. This girl in Detroit, really? They're courageous. Are they courageous or are they tired of shutting up? For the last, what, 18 months now? 15, 16 months? Why didn't they say something, I don't know, six, seven, eight, nine months ago? Why didn't they say all this stuff? Uh, you had you had the pulpit to do it. 
You had the place to do it, so why didn't you do it? Oh, because now is the right time? Why? Because now it's a story? And because you did something very, very unprofessional? By the way, by the way, that whole, that, this whole coverage of coronavirus has been nothing but a farce the entire time. And I blew it out of the water a long time ago. And I would like to get credit for this one. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. Or wait, that's good morning. Adios, that's the one I meant. Adios, familia, have a great weekend. Well, you ain't going to be here tomorrow? Well, you better tell me who you're voting for. Damn it, because tomorrow's Friday. Um, as soon as these anchors and all these people started doing broadcasts at their home, I lost all re- respect for these people because... You've made yourself part of the story now. That's the one thing they teach you is don't become a part of the story. You have to be objective. And I know there's no such thing as objective reporting anymore. I know that that was a joke. It it, it wasn't a joke. I, I, I was trying to be real there, and I already know that there's no objective reporting anymore on either side. I'm not trying to lie. Um. But as soon as they started this whole we're at home, what they were trying to do is they were trying to they were trying to be like you that were sh- shut in. They weren't shut in. They were still it, unlike you, who wasn't getting a paycheck. Those people were getting paid their exact same amount. Advertising rates stayed the exact same. Why? Because they knew they had viewers watching because everybody's staying home. And it was completely blown out of the water as a falsehood every time Walt Gray would step inside the News 10 studio. Well, that means he ventured out. His wife, Monica Woods, you would think, well, they lived together. They worked together. That would be hell. Uh, Why can't she come into work? Well, she stayed at home. Well, wait a second. Isn't he going home every night? And the answer was yes, he was. So why is why is she staying home? And by the way, why isn't he staying home? Didn't add up. None, none of that added up to me. So I was like, okay. These reporters who all stayed at home, guess what? Y'all got paid. You, you, you guys got paid. Don't come out now. Don't come out after a year of collecting your checks knowing that you are lying to the public. Five months is about my cutoff, I'll give you. And even then, that's like, wow, you got paid for five months to stay at home? But after this long a time, when you pull when you pull a bullshit stunt and do it on live TV and they can't edit you, mm-mm. cowardly, very cowardly. And see, that's what gives some broadcasters a bad name. This is why if you ever give, if you ever know anybody in radio, and it was quite an honor to me, and I, I'm still in contact with my old boss, Jim, ugly-shirted station manager. He allowed me to stay on the air for two weeks in Sacramento to say goodbye. He actually said, you meant a lot to these people. 
I'm not going to make you quit right away because he knew I was leaving to go be with my father the last six months of his life. He allowed me to stay on the air for two weeks and have a final show. Unheard of. Because you could get some people that do that fucking thing. They go on there and then they motherfuck management and they do all that kind of stuff. Kind of what Joe did on his last day. Joe the jerk off, you know. And that's why they had me come in. Uh, all right, let's see. Next one. Next one here. Uh, no, I don't want to do that one. We'll save that one for tomorrow. Oh, that's the one I want to do. Hold on a second. Uh, let's see. Oh, I did that one. Oh, I saved that one. I saved that one. Okay. Got a couple more stories here. This first one's great, man. Man. This happened recently in Kentucky. A country music festival dubbed the Redneck Rave. You can't make that up. Billed as America's wildest and crazy country party. Turned into a grisly, violent, and mass arrests. The five-day event organized uh, by country rapper... Oh, fuck it. Oh, I hate this motherfucker. Just in time. Really? That's your country rap name? Just in time. That guy is a walking blumpkin. It's kind of sad. I see people stop giving a shit once they put their two weeks in. I prefer to work hard to show what they are losing, not to burn the bridge. Exactly. Scott, was Jim the one who told you to come back? Uh, for Yes. Yes, he was the one who told me that. He'll never admit to the saying, make him cry part. He never told me that. That's what Mikey told me, but Jim was behind it. So this quote-unquote, five-day artist, uh, or this artist named Justin Time, drew tens of thousands to the Blue Holler Off-Road Park over the weekend. Jesus Christ, this is what gives us a bad name, people. In addition to the live music, the Redneck Rave featured a big football game, goldfish racing, a demo derby with a $5,000 purse, and yes, a lots of crime. One person died last year. Wouldn't that be a signal to the organizers of the event that this is not good? That somebody died last year? They set up traffic checkpoints. This is so fantastic. The first vehicle, the very first vehicle that came through, not only did they find an open alcohol container, not only did they find marijuana, they also found the king of them all. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, they found meth. Oh, geez, I can't make that. The second car, one of the occupants, had two active warrants. Oh. 
Jesus, by the end of the five days of mud music and mayhem, 48 people were charged with 14 or 48 people were charged with 14 and 14 arrested. Six were felonies. One attendee had slit another's throat. A man strangled a woman into unconsciousness over an argument about a blanket. Another man had been impaled by a log that broke through the side-by-side he was driving. Now, I got to tell you, that sounds terrible. Just wait for the next sentence. Are you ready? A second redneck rave is scheduled for October. No! No! Hey, man, nobody died this time. Oh, my God. That's one of the best stories I've ever seen. Wow, these organizers, they just, uh, just in time. Says, quote, you ready for this quote? This was the biggest event we've ever done, and with as many people and random things that popped up unexpectedly, I feel that we handled them real well. You you handled an impaling well. He added, the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Some would be mad about all these these lies and over-exaggerated headlines, but you know what they say. No such thing as bad publicity. Oh, oh, heavens. Christmas has come early for us, ass family. We have video. Oh, these are still pictures. There's a dog in a truck. There's just a picture of a dog. Here we go. Who the fuck is just the time here, man? We at Redneck Rave 2020. Redneck Outdoor Adventures. One of the best YouTubes on motherfucking YouTube right now. If you ain't subscribed, so I fucking subscribe. You a sucker, butt ass sucker. There's a bunch of people going through mud. The guy on the left cheated. There you go. You you two can watch this wonderful show where people trudge through muddy waters. Fat girl goes down. Oh my god, the fat girl's going down. And she runs. Oh, she falls again in the mud. The lady in last place is really horrible. The meth must have really kicked in. Then there's some super athlete way in front of the crowd, way in front of the pack. This is absolutely horrendous. Okay, let's see. Okay, there's the race is ended. Well, what's this? No, people are... Okay, people are still walking in. Is that all they're going to show is this fucking race? Nobody there, Hoss. Come on. Seventy-five dollars. Good lord, that's like fourteen pads blue ribbons. 
people of the South, please stop doing this. Please. Please. At least don't allow cameras. Y'all want to run amok in the mud and smell like shit for a few days? You go right ahead. It's your right as an American, especially as a Southern American. Just don't film it. If you were still drinking, when you and Tommy go to this thing, me and Tommy would be organizing this thing if I was still drinking. But would we go to this thing? Are you kidding me? Oh, if I was still drinking this thing, I'd be broadcasting from there right now. Here we are at the Redneck Rave here in Cousin Fuck, Kentucky. Oh, man. Oh, I just, I, I, I love seeing stories like that, but I hate it at the same time. It does really prove that stereotypes are for real. Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. It, it, <laughs> it breaks my heart. Oh, my God. All right, let's see. Let's get this last story up here because this last one is a doozy walker. A doozy womper. Ooh, Major League Baseball All-Star Game Collection hats. Have you seen these? Oh, these hats are... Ooh, I like that. Oh, hey now. Oh, hold on a second here. Let's see what the Braves hat look like. Ooh, that All-Star hat's pretty swell. I don't like that. It's not bad. Got a big purple star behind it. Yeah, I want to get an Atlanta one just because they got screwed in the... How, how do the Diamondbacks look? Oh, Diamondback was solid. That thing is solid. There you go, ass family. Here it is. My 50th birthday is coming up. Return, return, return. Seven and three eighths. There you go. That first hat, Arizona Diamondbacks All Star. Oh wait, wait. Here you go. Hey, let, let me let me give you a bet. Well, wait. There you go. It's the first one on there. That hat. That hat is fucking dope. All right. And I've got uh, Triple T. Everybody remember Triple T? Oh wait, Justin. Oh, those are pretty sweet looking. Shop now. The original Roper. Shop now. Let's see what they got. What we got? What we got here? Oh, I don't like the lace-ups. Oh, they brought the gray ones back. Those motherfuckers. Oh, son of a bitch. Those are good-looking cowboy boots. Yeah, I like those a lot. I like the gray ones a lot. Oh, thank you, Alicia. That hat is dope. All right. Yeah, those fucking gray ropers are fucking dope as shit, too. Yes, I am a redneck. I I, I don't pretend I ain't a redneck. I just don't like to do shit like that that makes it look, you know, like we're all a bunch of cousin fuckers. All right, our final story today. By the way, uh, if you're not paying attention, it's not this week, but next weekend is like the 4th of July. And uh, next Friday, there will be no show. Because I will be on the road. Actually, I'll be there by then. Uh, it's a it's an old Christmas present that I got Braddy Kit. She's a big fan of the band Alabama. 
And they weren't playing anywhere near us last year. This These tickets were supposed to be last year. And uh, she likes the band Alabama. And they were playing in Nashville. Now, if you know anything about me, you know that I fucking hate Nashville. But, hey, it's important. We're going to go to the show. And we're going to be off. Uh, I'll be back on that Tuesday after the 4th of July. I'm going to take the 5th off. We'll do a show next Thursday. I'll be off Friday. And then be back Tuesday. Just letting you go. Oh, no no, no Thursday show either. Okay, so no Thursday, Friday, or Monday. Bam. Maybe I'll do a Monday show. I don't know. It just depends on how the drive goes. So, bam. All right. Now, once again, we have to go to probably, I, I, I got to find, I, I, I know I just put that bed back in here somewhere. Oh, there it is. Okay. This gal from... Wish I never went to Rocky Top because Tennessee shit. Ain't no people or place worth seeing there. It's just a real bit. Once I had a girl from Rocky Top. She was a real mean bitch. I'll say. Every time that I would sleep with her, my dick started to itch. That's going to be a TikTok video. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Rocky Top, Tennessee. Yeah! There you go. I might do that video right after the show. Yeah, that one's going up on TikTok. That one's going to get me favor. Uh, This is a story about Della Marie Gibson Latham. She's 37 years old. And she has uh, federal charges up against her. They're filed by the United States Postal Inspection Service. Why? Well, she obviously violated postal code. She has been charged with mailing human blood-stained feminine products and, of course, the ever-so-dreaded feces, feces, feces to her husband's ex-wife. You know, I, I, I think this calls for something here, if I can find it. I, I truly hope I can. Hey, you're on the air. Who's this? Is this some sort of crazy salesperson? Well, you go to hell. There you go. Uh, all right. D- do I? It, she mailed feces and, 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 and tampons. Please don't do that. You're eating poop. Stop it. Get some help. I mean, really? The arrest reports that uh, Gibson voluntarily spoke with investigators where she works as a registered nurse. She admitted to mailing packages and a letter. The blood came from patients at the hospital. All right, I'm fucking out. It ain't even hers. It's sick people's. (laughs) 
This isn't a listener, right? No. No, 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 you should not. I would I would avoid mailing anything like that. Um, this gal is kind of a fucking nut. She's in jail right now waiting on bond because, you see, she had been arrested in March on vandalism charges after she drove her car or found her, the ex-wife found her car damaged in the parking lot of the high school. Gibson admitted to intentionally vandalizing it, also admitting to mailing a second letter to the ex-wife, a minor, which contained statements that called the girl white trash and criticized the ex-wife as broke and lazy. Man, oh man, them Tennessee gals, they're keepers. Arnie, do you think you're exaggerating a little much about Satana? Once again, you guys know how much I hate this. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's just the truth. All right, we will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow is Friday, people! Friday! Can't wait. Can't wait for Friday show. We have a great celebrity-ass death match tomorrow. Celebrity-ass death match. Uh, spokesman. Spokesman. It's going to be good. I've got a picture to put up because Young Harm is the man. He, he's put up a, a tease, if you will, that we will have be put up here in just a little bit. So please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there, my friends. Until tomorrow, please have a fantastic pre or Friday Eve. And until Friday, adios, everybody. As far as all my friends can tell, I took her leaving where.
Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.